You're listening to DraftKings Network. so much for listening to the Cooligans. In the first segment, we talk about a lot. MLS is going to 30 teams. For now, it might be 89. You never know. Also, what's that 30th team going to cost? Why don't you listen to us? Just write the check to us. Make it out to cash. Also, we talk about Henri. Is he coming to MLS? Is he coming back? How's he coming? What's that say about Chris Armas, though? Also, we talk about a lot more. And in the second segment, we're talking to Dustin Brandon of Talisman Cap. So, Talisman, we were out in Minnesota. Yep. We spoke to him. This was an interview that we did in Chicago at the United Soccer Coaches Convention. And and obviously, it's all the packaging is great. We're talking about our the new Cooligans cap that you can pick up online, and what we have Dustin Brandon from Talisman Caps on the show. It's incredible. And also, we talk about a bunch of the MLS games. We have a nice little fun MLS recap. All this and more today on the Cooligans. Hey, this is Alexi Lawless. There is nobody in U.S. soccer that is more important than the Cooligans. Yeah, baby! Good. What wow. it is. What it is. <laughs> you know us on the cusp of what's hot in culture, baby. That's right. Talk, we, All you jive turkeys <laughs> listening to this. You know you are here listening to this soccer podcast to know what's P-H-A-T. Yo, okay? pretty hot and tempting. <laughs> uh, what's good, everybody? Hello. Uh, we are again... Back in the old studio. That's right, yo. We, you know what? We might just stay here. Nah, that's not true. <laughs> nah, man. We, yo, we're going back to stage 17. Yo, as soon as the, the restraining orders lifted. Okay. All right. And our, our lawyers, uh, uh, meaning, they are our, efforting. meaning, <laughs> meaning our, our mothers are talking. That's right. <laughs> are talking to them. They uh, made us go in and apologize. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're here. Some people are asking, hey, why, are you, why aren't you guys in the studio? Uh, people, are, they, they think the Cooligans are, are slipping. The nah, Cooligans are falling off. We didn't get kicked out of no studio. <laughs> no, it was just. Uh, you can't fire us. We quit. No, 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 no. no last week it was. Uh, uh, our, our producer Tim was on vacation, so uh, you know I made it a little difficult to use the studio. They don't trust us unless Tim is there to watch <laughs> over us. He's our chaperone. He, he's right. more than our producer. Yo, Tim, I'm going to the bathroom. Come hold my hand because <laughs> I get nervous. Yo, I don't like to wee wee alone. <laughs> uh, but th- this week, I believe there's uh, at Cumulus. There's a uh, there's some sort of event going on. They, uh, don't they have like uh, those meetings? Because they they the Cumulus acquired new stations and got rid of some other ones. Yeah, that's right. So this. So having like all the hi meet your new employee friends <laughs> meet the other person that does your job who you're secretly going to have to compete with to keep yours there's a lot of that okay that's uh, hey that's that's this business all yeah, right mergers and acquisitions my guy <laughs> the best part is we're just like all right well y'all figure that out <laughs> all no, right nobody bought cool again <laughs> Nobody try to sell cool again. Okay? Anybody want to merge or acquire us? Yeah. <laughs> Preferably, I would like to merge with money. I don't know if anybody <laughs> wants to have those two entities meet. That'd be amazing. Our pockets 
and some money. <laughs> that would be quite wonderful. Yo, I'm you know, I, you know, I'd be swiping right on that money. Oh hell yeah! Every time I see it. <laughs> Yo, did you hear about the guy speaking of swiping? You hear about the guy, uh, the the East Broadway stop on the F train? No. Well, you, have you been to the East Broadway? Stop I have been. There, yeah. Right, little hood, right? It's kind of like, like so old. Yeah, it feels it's like a little, the last bastion of old New York. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's a. What is, it feels like the the movie uh, the Warriors. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's like very. There's like a weird amount of stairs. <laughs> it's just an odd. Everything. Everything's it's a, it's out a strange of strange subway station. It's yeah, very bizarro. Well, somebody just to keep that whole uh, thing going. Uh, somebody pooped. Human poop was placed <laughs> on every swipe part. On every swipe. Well, the metro card. Yeah, the metro card. <laughs> but like whatever the swipe receptacle. I don't know what that thing is called. Okay. There was human poop placed on every one of those. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious I don't but know. like yo and I also mean, like a significantly sized log so okay my theory is that someone collected human poop or a group of people decided yeah, yeah. this is our way to give back or to take back <laughs> i mean it's uh it's it's fascinating that that many people could be on the same bm schedule you know <laughs> right. yeah, 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 yeah. i mean it takes a lot of uh planning and real effort <laughs> right and they all look similar too which is very similar diets yeah you're either impressed or really concerned about one person <laughs> yeah that, that reminds me of the time my buddy uh somebody pooped on the trunk of his car okay. and yeah and uh he thought for a second there like my wife had an argument with his wife. I think I've mentioned this on the show before. And he thought for a second, he's like, you don't think. I'm like, my wife did not. <laughs> I, I know who I married. <laughs> I and I married someone who is not going to be pooping on somebody's yeah, car. Nobody's pooping. <laughs> I, if you thought maybe me, you got a shot. Okay. <laughs> but certainly not my wife. But then he took a picture of it and sent it to D. I sent it to D to show it to her. Yeah. And uh, she responded back with, it looks a little red. That person should get his kidneys checked. And my, my friend was like, stop worrying about the guy who pooped <laughs> on my car. He's my enemy. I don't care about his yeah. health. Yeah. Why are you? Stop being a nurse for one minute. Somebody pooped on my car. Uh, well, what have, I mean, this, I, I'm always even impressed how this show begins. <laughs> yeah. From episode to episode. Uh, is it derailing if we were never on the tracks? <laughs> Uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, my name is Christian Polanco. Yeah, that's right. My name is Alexis Guerrero. All right, we are your favorite stand-up comedians, as you can tell. To begin, that's a. This, it's more of a standard comedy podcast. Yeah. Uh, the way we start our show. You know, we this week in poop. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, send us. Uh, okay, just uh, you know the email soccercooligans at gmail.com, You know, hit us up with your amazing poop stories, and <laughs> maybe they'll make it onto the show. They might actually. <laughs> they just actually might. So. Uh, yes, we are your favorite stand-up comedians out here in New York City, in Brooklyn, in Alexis's apartment today. That's right. Uh, you know, uh, and we host uh, the funniest soccer podcast that you've ever listened to. And it's also what, Alexis? Oh, I believe you're, you You want me to say that it's the gulliest soccer podcast. That is correct. Uh, I can confirm. Uh, yeah. Based on, again, the poop stories. I know. That's right. <laughs> Who else you know? What other soccer podcast you know starts with? With people pooping. <laughs> uh, by the way, multiple times, multiple times, this show has started with people pooping. I don't think it started with it. We certainly covered it. We've definitely covered it. Speaking of covering, that guy covered the turnstiles. <laughs> okay, we we are uh, at this point experts on the subject. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, please do not question our credibility. You know, our soccer knowledge. All right, fine. 
Sometimes I don't even know what I'm talking about. But when it comes to some straight up bowel movements, uh, where the where the where the <laughs> podcast to go to? I know, like when fans are like, "Yo, should I listen to Cooligans?" They're like, "I want a funny soccer podcast." But there's at least a handful of people out there who are like, "Yo, I wanna, I want somebody talking about poop." <laughs> And then eventually and soccer. The, these are my people. <laughs> and they find us. And they're like, I finally I feel seen. <laughs> but don't watch me while I poop. No. Why are you looking at me? I'm ashamed. <laughs> it's like a child or a dog. <laughs> well, I mean, if we're going to say two things that have our similar sensibilities. Um, so a lot to talk about. Yeah. Um, but on this show, we like to give love to the people who show us love. That's right. And uh, there's there's one in particular that I there's a review and obviously thank you everybody with your five star reviews yes on iTunes thanks so much we're we're yeah. on the quest for five hundred uh, we're, we're four two six okay we're close we're close we're at least seventy four away <laughs> give or take so uh, get on there if you haven't uh, left a review uh, so what what's it say Alexis uh, there's there's one that's I feel like you should read okay I know I know I'm gonna read this one. Yeah. So what? You want me to read? Just read it. I'll read it. Yeah, of course. Okay. So there's a little bit of a little bit of a of a victory walk for you here. <laughs> victory walk or lap? Or I don't know. Uh, so this is uh, this is from J. Caleb Cook one, uh, who, who I've, I've recognized the the name. I feel like I've seen on Twitter as well. Uh, you might you might have seen him behind you, just putting a nice little sweet on your behind. <laughs> <laughs> so it just says shouts to. Right, that's how that's the subject. Dot dot dot, and five stars, and then it continues. It's dot dot dot. Shouts to you, Christian Polanco. Uh oh, what a joy it's been to watch a little-known stand-up comedian become a U.S. soccer icon. Your your Twitter verified. Have your own soccer podcast, and MLS is starting to recognize you more and more. What an inspiration! Keep up the hard work. Oh, and um, you too, Alexis. I guess. Hashtag not even verified. Hashtag psh. Yo, he hit me with a psh. <laughs> Yo, J. Caleb Cook, thank you so much for this review. This is quite, this has to be the best, most accurate <laughs> review yeah. that really speaks to, uh, you know, who, who carries this show. Right. By the way, Christian's not even reading this off of iTunes. He ha- he's reading this off of the printed version he put up on his fridge. Okay. <laughs> okay. Ne- next to my math test from eighth grade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which also said, go to hell, Alexis, <laughs> for some strange reason. Uh, so thank you, uh, J. Caleb Cook. Shout- shouts to you for this amazing review. Yeah, I got one uh, titled Gully AF. Thank you very much, which is our sticker. Yeah. Shouts to the fans. Uh, this is by Mikey Chai, Mikey Chi, 10. Okay. Uh Started, this is all he said, started with 194, and after the toilet story, I'm all in three laughing while crying emojis, period, up the cosmos, exclamation point, pretty dope. Dope. Right? <laughs> after the toilet story, so now this dude is like, I'm talking about poop on a, on a metro, on a, on a, you know, turnstile. This guy's like, again, we're hitting all my notes here. <laughs> this show has everything I want. <laughs> I mean, very versatile. <laughs> so uh, I'm sure Mikey was uh, was happy with the beginning of this episode. So thank you uh, so much. Uh, th- welcome, Mikey. You're a new listener, right? That This is this is episode 195. So you started last week. Uh, oh, you, there's a strong back catalog that you yeah. can, uh, and I'm sure there's more uh, poop stories. There's the <laughs> Dallas poop story. Yeah. Oh, that I believe is that the one? No, no, he's referring to Minnesota. 
Uh, oh, oh, he's got to go back. Oh, buddy, <laughs> you got to get the full cannon. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a long. Oh, we're putting more in that toilet, my friend. <laughs> There's a. This is like this is bigger than the Marvel universe. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and sometimes parties come back in and out. The world is very. <laughs> Our universe is very big when it comes to poop. Uh, that's right. So okay, so a, a lot to talk about today. We're excited uh, about today's show because we're gonna be uh, uh, playing our interview that we did with. Uh, uh, Dustin Brannon from uh, Talisman Caps. That's right. So you guys ta- know Talisman. Talisman, That's who we did our t- Talisman and Company. Uh, and you know the, the the caps. They pop up on your Facebook feed, on your Instagram feed. Uh, you've seen people wearing them. Yeah. Uh, you've seen uh, our hats that you that that you can uh, pick up, and we'll let you know in a, in a second where you can. Which I believe it. this conversation that we're going to play in the second segment was sort of the precursor to that. That's right. So this we- is what spawned the the sort of stay gully hat. Correct. Yeah, we were in Chicago for uh, the 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 soccer coaches convention, United Soccer Coaches Convention, and uh, Talisman had a booth there. We were hanging out with them, talking to them. We were like, "Hey, maybe we should do a cap one day. That'd be cool." And it and it happened. Then we end and we did, did a live show in Minnesota and the whole thing. Thank you again for maybe we have new listeners from Minnesota who uh, who who listen to. Uh, the, to to the podcast with Miguel Ibarra and and Jeff Ruder. Uh, so welcome uh, to you guys. Uh, and uh, so yeah, so so we we're talking to D- Dustin. What you're, the interview that you're going to hear in the in the in the uh, next segment is Dustin's first ever podcast. He never did a podcast before. And you're not going to notice. I mean, the kid <laughs> comes in blazing. <laughs> but the thing about Dustin is, like, he at first didn't want to do it. He's, like, a rather sort of low-key dude. Very, very low-key. Yeah. And Dustin and he, was a... Uh, he, he played for the Kansas City Wizards. He played, I keep thinking he was a goalkeeper, but he was not. No, he was a center, center back. back. He played with Jimmy Conrad as well in the, in the Wizards. Yeah. Uh, and he also played for the Minnesota Thunder. Uh, in, in what were, were they in NASL or in a different league? I think it was... I have zero. Clue. I, I forgot where Minnesota. Played. I know Minnesota Stars were NASL, and then it became the Thunder. Yeah, they might have still been NASL. United. Okay, okay, so it might have still been NASL. So uh, he's a he's a he's a serious man. Yeah, he's like you know very low key, speaks quietly, carries a big stick. <laughs> exactly, you know what we talk about. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we had a great conversation with him, and, and dude, him and his wife Bethany are the best. Yeah, uh, and Talisman was dope. Talisman was dope for letting us use their space. But this this interview happened before all that. You know, yeah. this is just when we were just like cool. We weren't here. Business, we weren't business partners yet in this hat. <laughs> we were just cool. It, we didn't make you know get into this cap venture. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> venture cap. Totally. <laughs> You know, <laughs> uh, so uh, we're excited about that because you're gonna you're gonna love that interview as well. So, um, so uh, a, a lot of things to talk about. I think I think we should really just start with the uh, big old news in Major League Soccer that happened. Uh, what this was a couple days ago. Uh, this MLS was- just hit us. Right when, right after we uploaded our Friday episode, pretty much. So I think it was Friday and Saturday where we're hearing all this stuff about. Uh, so let's start with expansion, right? They're going at thirty teams. So the the original goal, you know, we even, you know, we we were at the the uh you know state of uh the state of MLS at, right. at, at, at you know the last two at, at MLS Cup. And Don Garber was like, 28 teams, we're, we're, that's the focus right now. That's it. We're definitely not doing more than that. <laughs> we're all good. Uh, and, and everyone, just so everyone knows, like all the journalists and everything, everyone's like, we're going to go to 32. Like, it, there's just no way this stops at 28. There's so many teams. Yeah. It's NFL sort of model. 
so on and so forth. We're going to go to 32. And I was like, I don't know, man. You seem serious about 28. <laughs> well, Friday, baby. He was like, guess what? We're going to 30. <laughs> yes, it's uh, is casual Fridays is also casual expansion. Yeah. Uh, because and, yo, he dropped $200 million. That's the fee That's for the, the 20th and 29th. The, the 29th and 30th or no, just no, the no. 30th? 28th and 29th. No, well, so we, no, we already have, we know it's going to be 28. There's, there's going to be 28, like, uh, th- that, that fee is still 150. So it's 29 and 30. No, the fee for the 30th hasn't been picked yet. I'm pretty sure the article said the 28th and 29th teams are going to be 200 million each. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So there's no fee yet for 30. And if it's the last one, you got to make it like 2 billion, right? Sure. You got to go a little crazy, right? Yeah. It's the <laughs> last one. You really want it? <laughs> Or no. There's no more than this. I promise there's no more than yeah, this. I mean, we could change that, but we're probably not. <laughs> Most likely not. I mean, don't even worry about whether we're going to change it or not. Actually, don't we really... You want to get in this club or not? Yeah, don't pay attention to any of the words I'm saying right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just give me the money. Just, just listen to what I'm saying, but stop listening to what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. Just, just give me $2 billion. <laughs> Yes, I work for the league. <laughs> Why would I not? I'm standing outside the building, aren't I? <laughs> so Wearing this shirt that crudely has written MLS on it. <laughs> with a sharpie are you suggesting i don't racist <laughs> okay now it's getting a lot more serious i feel like i, I don't know if i want a racist yeah. in this club anymore i mean it might be i might have to tack on another half a billion for racism fees yeah. hey hey look it's in the it's in the bylaws right okay <laughs> Jesse Smollett didn't get beat up for, not, for me to have to take this. Oh, are you? Are you do you do not believe what Jesse? Oh, he is my best friend. You putting you putting uh, a mark, a mark of a failure, or, or suggesting otherwise on on King Jesse? Also, make sure you send the money to Jesse Smollett. Yeah, right yeah. out the check at Gmail. That's the PayPal. Just uh, write that out the cash. Trust me, and make sure it's in big. Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so look, uh, well, I don't know how we got here, but yes, thirty teams, thirty teams. <laughs> yeah, uh, and we, it's it's uh, now it's getting to a point, you know. And I, I was I was uh, tweeting about this a, a, as well from my verified Twitter account at Chris Polanco. I don't uh, know what you're talking about. <laughs> so, but I was uh, tweeting about it because I, look, I'm uh, you know we we've had Kyle Martino on the show a couple times to talk to him about you know his his plan. For promotion relegation right. and uh, uh, and you know a, a real strategy to get there, as opposed to just screaming about it on the internet. Um, and so it's, it's interesting because I, I was trying to I just made sort of the joke about like look thirty teams. Uh, I don't know what inspired you to say this. <laughs> so, I was like, do you understand? I understand. And look, I, I know what comes with having an opinion about promotion relegation. Regardless just mentioning of, it. Of, but regardless of what position. What you, movie was that? Was that Freddy? You couldn't say the name? There was a movie where you couldn't say the character's name or else they would pop up. A uh, scary I movie. Mean, a Harry Potter. You can't, you, you know, I never Voldemort, saw Harry Potter. You can't, you know, you know, his name, who we do not mention and all that stuff. I don't know. Yeah, okay. you lost There's me. One. I mean, I think it. Nerd. I feel like it was J- Jason or something. Yeah, it might be Jason. I, Jason. I don't remember. 
Yeah. All right. Well, either way, that was the reference. And then we you learned- come here for poop, not for horror movie. Yeah. Or for like nerd movie stuff. If, look, if there was a book written about the movie, I don't watch it. All right. Just as it's like a silent protest, you know. Uh, so the um, so I, I did give the opinion of like with with 30 teams, have 20 of those teams in MLS one, have 10 of those teams uh, in, in MLS two or USL championship, whatever you want to call it, uh, have those and then get 10 teams. Ten, the, the the ten best performing and not not on merit. I mean, like USL teams that have enough financially that can do it. Well, that the, have large every other league in the world has this kind of exactly. Stuff. It's like, all right, yes, you're a great team, but you can't go up because you don't have a big enough stadium. Yes, yes, that is. Uh, and that's it. Yeah. So, uh, like, so that's kind of what I suggested, and it's interesting because I'm not I'm not in the camp of of. I like I have an opinion about promotional relegation and I'm going to be mean to everyone who doesn't agree with me. Right. Because you're a, you're an adult. <laughs> a reasonable human being. Yeah. Yeah. I, I Common think, sense. So, seems to control so your people, life I, I did tweet that. And then people were like, it, this was the common thing, which is, it's such a, this is such a strange way to, to get like anything done. Right. Because it, it, as soon as I type that, people are just like, why this is a, this is how I'm reading their tweets. Why <laughs> would a billionaire owner who invested two hundred million dollars plus uh, all of a sudden b- b- risk going into like a, a, a lower league and not making as much money? This is like th- this is every this this weird sympathy for these millionaires. I mean, I am so worried about <laughs> where what? they put something that they could easily walk away this from and their is, life doesn't change. The, trust me, this is a friggin' hobby for yes. these millionaires. They're playing the way you play fantasy football or soccer. Uh, yes. They're doing it in real life. <laughs> okay. And I'm not saying we go out and spend other people's money, but why don't you stop worrying about other people's money? Exactly. Why is that the first point? Of like, because it really there's a there's a capitalistic where there's that there's that thing that where where people want to tax like higher you know the wealthy right yeah Elizabeth Warren's been talking about this wealth tax and then people are like you can't just fix everything by by taxing the wealthy and turns out you can yeah, so- <laughs> yeah turns out actually yeah you can you can fix so many things and also here's but, my thing but, but this one I just want to say that I think people have this. Fantasy that they'll be billionaires that will own a soccer team and then they'll be relegated. And I, I feel like that's where they and they might have to from. sell one of their helicopters. <laughs> oh no! It's just like that's why I liked at least Cal Martino's platform when he was running for a U.S. soccer president, where there was just like at least a plan to uh, in place by 2030 that will uh, will have incentives for the owners. To 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 move in, into this model, and here's the thing: I don't I don't like to spend other people's money. I get not, somebody not wanting to lose money, but can we be real for one moment? Oh my God! Why would they ever want to assume the risk of getting relegated? They joined American soccer. <laughs> Risk has been assumed. Yeah, you you, yeah. you didn't get in this business of right. for stability. Yeah, this isn't a money fund, okay? <laughs> you see the ratings like we see the ratings. Yeah. Major League Soccer isn't, you know, real estate, okay? Yeah. yeah. It is very much a risk. It's well, you know what? I you know, they a lot of people have been talking about like um Amazon. Like this is great um documentary called the nineties on uh, on Netflix that just really uh, every it's like 10 episodes and each episode kind of focuses on a, a couple 
different areas of the 90s so like right you know but the 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 gulf war the the uh you know clinton monica Lewinsky, all that stuff but one of them was about um the 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 dot-com bubble right right yeah, yeah. and the, the the focus was not to make money not to be profitable it was to just get invent investment it, it was it was just really the thing of like Oh, we're not making money now. It was your valuation. Yeah, valuation. So it's like, well, but we'll make money later. Like, yeah, no, we will. But right now, someone gave us a lot of money. <laughs> so, so we're just here to just uh, convince. It's like the, the early investors are there to convince the later investors to invest more money. Right. And then people are like, it's a pyramid scheme and whatever. And it, it might, yeah, there's a lot of things that are like that. Right. A lot of a lot of online, a lot of businesses are sort of like that. But yeah, at, like Seamless has never made money. Exactly. Amazon, Amazon just, Am- started. just started making money. And they have an airplane that shoots out drones with your packages. <laughs> that company just started making money. So the, the, the con- this By the way, why doesn't Bezos own a fucking soccer team? I, why, I don't know. That's a good question. This I, guy's got more money than he's, anybody he's in the too world. He's busy cheating on his wife. I, I know, know like, <laughs> but like, imagine now you got a nice game to take this Gumad to. Would <laughs> you go and take your side piece to a basketball game? Oh, boring. No, you take him to a sport with slightly less ratings. Okay, <laughs> less people okay. see you. It's yeah. It's just you know you're not as like in you know in everybody's yeah. face. NFL. Oh my god, everyone's gonna see you. Millions and millions of people. You know who needs that? Who needs that kind of attention? You know what you do. Go out to San Jose, okay? <laughs> got, they don't even got sponsors on their shirts. Yeah, they got nothing. They could use. They could use you. Give a hit them off with one of them AWSs. You know yeah, what's dude. that? Oh, look at that! I could buy server space. You know? Uh, so yeah, world's that, longest bar or whatever North America's longest bar, Avaya Stadium. It's not Avaya anymore. It is Avaya Stadium, is it? Yeah, I thought yeah, Avaya that'd... shut down. <laughs> They're like, we're keeping the name. We own the name now. I could be wrong. I know. I mean, uh, LA Galaxy went from uh, StubHub to Dignity Health Sports Park, but that's yeah. the only. And and Chicago Fire went from uh, Toyota, Toyota Park to Seeking Stadium. Stadium. But I think those were the only two. I think Avaya is doing fine. Avaya does, um, you know, uh, VoIP phones. Yeah, they used to IP. make landlines, landline <laughs> phones for companies. Okay, I'm got look. We're, we're trying to sort out the the San Jose. We solved sponsor. a lot. <laughs> we're just trying to find a company. Yeah, we need to get. We need Vonage. <laughs> Imagine a competitor to the stadium on the shirt. If they got no, look, money's money. Money, money. You gotta take it. <laughs> okay, get Magic Jack. Yeah. Uh, I know it's called Crip Stadium, but the shirt says Bloods on it. We don't know what to do. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, this. Uh, you know, we gotta pay the bills. You got to turn on these lights somehow. Oh, dude, I went to an audition today. Speaking of rivalries, okay? okay. There were two scooters pressed up against the wall, parked indoors. One of them very small, clearly of dad and, and son, mother and daughter, dad, daughter, whatever the situation was, clearly a parent and a child, okay? Mm-hmm. The child scooter had a helmet with a bunch of stickers on it. My first thought is I should put a cool and get the sticker on the <laughs> But I was like, no, nah, I don't Let me want- vandalize this child's helmet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, but then I'm like, this kid might not be gully enough, you know what I mean? <laughs> but then I see that there's a Barcelona, FC Barcelona sticker. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then I look just to the left of it, and there's a Real Madrid. Okay. Wow. Can, can this child be trusted then? Can this parent not be arrested? <laughs> this is not how you raise a child. Sure. I think this is abuse. Yeah. Right? 
<laughs> Someone needs to pull that kid aside and go, we need to talk. Unless it could have been uh, Barcelona SC. The, the no, no, no. It was FC Barcelona. FC Barcelona. Yeah. The Ecuadorian Barcelona. It's not an Ecuadorian kid <laughs> who also loves Real Madrid. That would be very odd. Uh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting option. So, I thought I would delay the show with that. Thank you. Uh, so so regarding uh, expansion, so who if we have 30 teams, who's getting in, right? We, we were talking. Once it was clearly uh, this is for St. Louis and Sacramento to get in. Yes. So, uh, which now they're they've been asked to make a formal final presentation to MLS. Yes, and uh, so people were always talking. Very- Pat Garber runs this whole thing like he's a king. Make a presentation. For <laughs> I now say put- thirty. <laughs> show me colors. Put, put on a show. <laughs> Dance yeah. for me, yeah. monkeys. Yeah, bang, bang, bang. <laughs> you shooting the ground. Hey, tell me a joke. Yeah. All right, before you get this presentation started, I would like you to make me laugh, or else you'll be murdered. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh my God. So, by the, the way, this is exactly how. You <laughs> I'd be like, all right, we're all going on a on a yacht, and you guys will try to explain to me while I eat lobster. Which one of you deserves to give me two hundred million dollars? This is why our I think our imagination of what MLS is like is I hope is this way. I, totally- I guarantee you were not that far off. You know what I mean? Like people think like, oh, they're crazy. We might not be that far off. Just everybody in robes. <laughs> yeah. Don just hanging. You know what I mean? Like he's not wearing. Anything, just like spread as he's eating. Hey, Don, can you mind uh, tying it out on that? Donnie, <laughs> I thought you had two belts wrapped around that bad boy, huh? <laughs> What's going on there, Don? I'm eating lobster. So, uh, but <laughs> we're this, never we're never going to interview. So now. if it's if it's thirty, if it's thirty, and we don't think it's going to uh, stop there, because now if, if you open the door for thirty. Then who's 30, though? Is it Detroit? Detroit's like the only other one. So look, the uh, San Diego. uh, I don't know. I don't know about San Diego. I feel like the next one, San Antonio, is probably the one that was like felt pretty close. And then Austin came in and was like and stole that thunder. San Antonio legit has a stadium already. Yes. Legit has a fan base already. (laughs) They've got the front offices and they they got the, you know, the the uh, they got everything. They got the training center. Sure. They're just like just. We'll swap the patch on our shirt. <laughs> yeah. Just I, give us an Adidas kit. I think Austin Austin getting a team is what kind of sort of ruined things for them, or at least made it very, very difficult. Right. But now with the possibility of more teams, I think if 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 there is a like an idea in place for two things, for one to... There's no more Canadian cities, right? <laughs> I mean, Canada's pretty big. There's a lot of cities. No, but I mean, is there's not another one that's big enough for uh, a team. I feel like Ottawa uh, Fury are the only ones that are. Yeah, you can't have like Quebec City or Halifax, maybe. Yeah. It's too far. Yo, they should do Mexico City. A, a Mexican team in MLS? In MLS. That'd be fire, dude. Well, that's what we're, when we spoke to Dan Hunt, that's what he basically suggested the, the, the possibility of merging Liga MX and MLS. So well, how are we going to do that if we have 30 teams? We're going to have like a 75 league team? Exactly. So, team so, league? So now the, the we're going to get to a point. The league is too large, right? So we have to do. But Okay. We don't follow any of the FIFA rules besides solidarity payments, which we'll talk about in a little second. Yeah. But um, we don't follow the FIFA rules. FIFA rules state you're supposed to have 20 teams in your top division. Your top flight is supposed to only have 20 teams. Or up to 20 teams. No. Because teams. Uh, because Bundesliga does not have 20 teams. Up to, maybe it's they up have, to They have 18, 18, I believe. 
But also, it also stipulates that you should have promotional relegation. Clearly, we're not doing that. So, you know, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Like, we're not like FIFA must be cool with it that we're not following any of these rules. <laughs> sure. I mean, they see how much money they make from American fans and they're like, yeah, yeah. Now, like, I, I seem to have forgotten <laughs> that you broke all the rules. So clearly there's room there, right. For, for other things to change. I don't think this 30, like people seem like very upset about like, Oh, it's 30, but we're only supposed to be at 20. I mean, we don't follow any of the other rules. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there's I, like, I, I don't know. Um, it, it's not even necessarily about upsetting people. A, a, a league, a league at thirty teams will get to a point unless you add more games where uh, every team can't play each other, and then that, to me, as a fan of Major League Soccer, is the point where I'm like, this is where I don't like it anymore. I'm not happy with this type of scheduling. I want, I wish we had a balanced schedule. I really do. But then, if you did, the playoffs might not matter as much. Yeah, well, because I, you I, legitimately know who's the best. But, I, but I'm in not a balanced say, schedule. But I'm not. Yeah, I agree with you. But I, I'm not. I'm not necessarily advocating for a balanced schedule. I don't. I don't personally care about that that much. That's uh, what you just said. You want every team to play each other once. Not not balanced. They don't have to play each other twice. You don't want everyone. I, would I want, it just I, be easier if every team played every team home and away? Of course, it would be easier. But that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that I would be once it gets to the point where teams don't play each other at all. In so a if year. they did two leagues, like if they did two divisions, or I guess conferences, if they did two divisions in East and the West, and they only met in the playoffs, I wouldn't like that. No, I don't. I I wouldn't want to see. That. I don't think I don't think MLS would ever do that either, because I think LA versus New York is such a ratings draw. Unless you make changes where you're adding games or doing something with thirty teams, then you get to it's like the NFL. The NFL, the, the, everybody doesn't play each other. So you're going to get which to- is annoying, but people have grown accustomed to that. Sure. I, but I'm saying I don't want that to happen. So okay. that's just me. I'm, I'm maybe other people don't care, but you're willing to stop short of a balanced schedule. Uh, I, why, what do you mean? I'm willing to stop short of it. You what said you? you just you even if they did, you just care that they play them at least once. I care that they play. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's. That's my minimum as far as like what kind of all right. Schedule. I mean, I might what what I want the league to look like, um, I want it to. I want everybody to at least play each other once. All right. Well, I'm glad we solved that. Two people who'll never be asked their opinions <laughs> on, a, on a on a professional. So level. so if they don't get if they get to a point where they don't play each other once, then then I feel like this is this is the opportunity to create another league that that we can relegate teams to. That's so that's what I'm saying. That's the point I'm trying to make. I also I think people forget that there's balloon payments. Okay. Balloon. That's the money you oh, yeah, get yeah, to yeah. go buy balloons. You know what I mean? And like you could just throw yourself a party for getting relegated. <laughs> yeah, the party the party money. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we got relegated. But look look at all these trumpets. Look, look at all these kazoos. Yeah. Come on. I've got that little thing that goes <laughs> whatever those things are called. Noisemakers, I guess. Uh I forgot what they're called. But all right. Yeah. I thought you were gonna I thought you were gonna know. I really did believe you <laughs> for a second there, and that was my fault. But here's the thing. If you get relegated, you make money. Sure. You I'm make saying, money for failing. Come on, America. Nothing better than that. <laughs> right? This is it's the welfare league. <laughs> Think about it. Imagine you got relegated and you got whatever it was, two to three or four million dollars. If the league is losing a hundred million a year, stretch that across every team, right? Mm-hmm. That's what? A, let's say a five million dollar on average loss per team. Okay. It's probably a little less, but whatever. Yeah. That's fine. You know, you just made three million. Dude, you're doing better than the teams that are winning. It's we're we're in a, a, a an interesting spot because the league is going to be changing in the, a lot in the next couple. What he's of years. saying is we're playing Twister. You can't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be a lot of changes, especially with the World Cup coming up uh, in 2026. How are we doing this? They're doing the gap, right? 
What do you mean? They're going to do a break. A, oh, in the in the winter? What yeah. Are you For the World Cup. For the World Cup. Yeah, this will be the so we're our our the playoffs. The MLS Cup is going to be before uh before the World Cup starts. I can't believe they're doing this World Cup in the winter. <laughs> That's what they they got. And the it's Qatar still like 112 up. degrees Fahrenheit, <laughs> uh, which in Celsius I believe is 485. I'm not 100 percent sure on okay. that. Okay, you can cook a nice pizza in there. <laughs> yeah, hey, actually 485 is 900 degrees for a fact. Uh, okay, so the the other thing, I'm sorry, I don't know if people uh, are listening feel like this is a little, it's a little too much, uh, you know. Extra timey talk. No, we're getting into like total soccer show. Total territory. soccer show. Every you know, getting into the nuts. Shouts to total soccer show. The nuts man. and bolts of soccer. Uh, this is us like trying to like you know <laughs> trying to evaluate data. You know what I mean? Which we've promised we're not good at. So if you're listening, going these guys are idiots, then you're like, yeah. <laughs> so we're trying to make this as fun as possible for the people that that are interested in in this league. Uh, uh, but you know, they, you know, reading all these long ass articles, it can be a feel a little cumbersome. Hell yeah. Uh, so we're trying to, uh, make it a little bit more palatable. So, uh, the next thing are solidarity payments, and this is another bombshell. And sometimes this is, uh, people don't understand how big this is. This is a huge, huge deal, but there's something missing from this uh, the announcement. What is that? The announcement is that they will begin to pay and expect solidarity payments. Solidarity payments are very simple. If you've developed a player after a certain age or for a certain period of time, you get a cut of his like first major deal out professional. And if he ever moves from one country to another. So in other words, if he transfers associations. Yeah. So if he moves from the U.S. to England, you get paid. If he gets traded or sold within England, you don't make any money. Correct. And you get a, it's a small cut. It's not major. But now that these deals are so big. This is a good cut. This is something that could help, you know, spawn development across the country. Here's the problem. It doesn't specifically say if they're going to pay it to non-academies. It specifically said academies. To MLS academies. Yeah. So only, so a, a, a quick, you know, uh, rundown. If you That's do- like telling your girl, I promise I'll never cheat on you with someone who looks like you. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's a little messed up. Look, if you uh, just real quick, if you don't know, like basically what he said, if you don't know what solid solidarity payments are, I just it, explained. It. I know what you're saying, but just it's just, it's just looking out for uh, for the 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 the. the uh, academy or club that that trained that kid. So so the, the, so Christian Belanco, right? He's he's developed over at Soccer Shape, right? <laughs> sure, yes. And let's say me as the head of Cooligans FC. I don't know if you knew that. I'm not the head. <laughs> I sell him to the Mexican league, right? Yes. Signs a professional contract. Old broken ankle FC in the Mexican <laughs> league. I have to send some of that money to soccer shape. Yeah, so now so for years this has never been the case because here everywhere it, it, else in the world this is the what world, they do. That's, when Neymar got sold to PSG, the somewhere in in uh, over in Santos they were like, yeah, so baby. Every, basically everybody down the line that 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 trained the, the that that uh that player. Yeah, I think up up before 13 uh, after 13. So there's, there's a number. I'm not sure. So if it's I, yeah, I forgot the age. It, it's um uh so it's more than one less than 100. Cool enough. <laughs> so, so I think we got it right. <laughs> so, so Can't say we're wrong. Um, so, like a, a good example would be Christian Pulisic going from uh, Bundesliga from Borussia Dortmund to Chelsea. His academy in in Pennsylvania would have been in line. That's how it's, he's getting paid a lot of money, so they should get a cut of it. But now the rules do not particular particularly state that 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 the 
that the academies. But he was never a part of MLS. He was never part. Of, it has nothing to do with so MLS. So that 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 uh, development academy may very well get paid. They have a claim. Yeah, they could claim that from uh, Dortmund because. But but it was something about like U.S. law that did, that did they it. were saying it was child labor law. That was they were hiding behind child labor. Whatever they were saying it was child labor law. Yeah, which uh, it, which is genius. <laughs> Great lawyers they got, man. <laughs> oh, I owe you four hundred thousand dollars. I mean, but, I mean, well, you're a child. I mean, so like, I mean, get back out there and kick <laughs> some balls and make me money. But I'm not allowed to pay you. <laughs> genius. So, uh, but the fact that I. Least, like DeAndre Yedlin, uh, uh, players like that, Clint Dempsey, yeah. they, their academies put in claims, and yeah. everyone was like, nah, I don't know. Exactly. So now MLS getting on board, being like, yo, there's money to be made here because- Now we're selling players. Now we're, but now that the- they, they're like, what was this money y'all wanted? Because uh, <laughs> we need to be in on this. Now that there's uh, there's there's money in the game because they, they have- uh, they've invested into their academies, and you know we we've seen we're developing assets. Yeah, we, we've seen players like Weston McKinney, uh, uh, Tyler Sa- Adams, Ty- Tyler Adams, so many uh, um, uh, American uh, players that that MLS academies develop, and they get no money from because yeah. they 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 leave and they just sign uh, for whatever club they want. Uh, Haji Wright, Haji Wright avoided MLS because of this. Sure, sure. Remember, he signed with uh, Cosmos for six months. So he could later on sign with Shaka B, technically, but they, that's where they put him. But he signed with Shaka. Okay. So uh, like the, people were avoiding uh, MLS because of this. People were trying to find a way around it because in the future they thought MLS would be sort of hard to deal with for if someone in Europe tried to buy you. Exactly. Because for a long time they didn't want to be a selling league. Now they're like. Everything must go. It's like one of those stories that just say, like, everything must go for, like, three years. Well, you know what? Just the fact that this change uh, came about, it's starting to feel like there's a there's a tide turning with, with the, the new owners and the, the more knowledgeable. Because it really felt like, uh, and uh, when we spoke to Kevin Payne, uh, who, who... OG. OG, one of the guys who helped create MLS, helped save the league, uh, and who a and lot is, of our listeners hated. And is helping to hold the league down a little bit under the waterline. But you sort of, sort of got the feeling that when MLS began, the owners... Uh, however, you know, millionaires, but I, I don't think they really understood soccer. Right? No, they did not. They didn't understand how it worked, where how to really make money or and what this the, is the business of, the, of it. This is one of the big complaints from the, you know, uh, tinfoil hat, you know, pro rel people like me. Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, the, one of the big complaints was like, oh, these were NFL people. Yeah. And you heard Kevin Payne say. If the Premier League would start today, they envy the money that the that uh, the NFL makes. Yeah. They envy the money that some of the NBA makes. Uh, they wish if they would start, you don't you think they would have had promotional relegation? Which is a good point. Maybe not. Sure. You know, maybe the owners of Manchester United would be like, "Now nah, we're going to do our own thing." You know what I mean? We want to be big. We don't want to have to sort of worry about this relegation. But there's a ton of other rules that have been developed that have created a better structure. You know what I mean? Uh, or to make money. Yeah, to make money. Yeah. Or really to develop players. Uh, sh- and sure. solidarity payments is one of those. It's like if you want kids to not have to pay for the uh, for their development, you know, kids' parents who maybe can't afford it. And, like, we host these galas and they're fundraisers for kids that can't afford it to get more of those kids to play. If you want that to go away, and we don't, we want you to keep hiring us to host. <laughs> uh, but if there were solidarity payments, these academies would be all of a sudden getting a check for a couple million and they could invest that back in. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. And then they could pay their coaches, so the kids' fees don't pay the coaches. But even when when Kevin Payne did make that point about the uh, the, the Premier League envies the NFL and how much money they make and all that stuff, but it's interesting because yes, the the league, the Premier League, uh, or the uh, maybe the FA or whatever, they yeah they probably do envy how much money the, the league is making, but the clubs themselves, I I I would argue, uh, maybe this I don't know if this is a, a fair statement would. Do you think Premier League clubs, say the top ones, Man United, Man City, Arsenal, they, do you Everton, think Everton, here. <laughs> do you think they make more money than an individual than the Cleveland Browns? Let's say no. I think the Cleveland Browns you think make the Cle- a lot more money from the the share that they get from the NFL. You think they make more money than those individual clubs? Yes. Okay. I see. Uh, that you might be able to Google this. Okay, I, that's just that's sort of where my thought. Maybe the the NFL as as a monolith, yes, makes a lot of money. No, I think the NFL uh, TV contract dwarfs the uh, Premier League TV contract. Does it? Okay, I, don't, so, I believe so. So if it dwarfs it, then they wouldn't. So they wouldn't make as much money. No, dwarfs it means it makes it look small. Dwarfs it. I think you're using. No, I'm not using it wrong. (laughs) Wrong way. I'm uh, not. Trust me. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So, uh, so, so yeah. That that's sort of my uh, like a theory. But that that here's the one thing that I like about the structure of other leagues is that the clubs are independent. Yes, and that that's what I I value too. There's something about that 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 adds to sort of the story and the passion of soccer is that you're following this independent club that's doing things associated with like how the fans feel and like you know when fans walked away from the Liverpool game because the the tickets were going up they didn't raise the tickets. If all the fans walked out of a Jacksonville Jaguars game, they'd be like. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, who wants those seats? You know? <laughs> we'll give it to you at a discount, but yeah. only for this game. You know what I mean? There's a, at least the fan has a bit more uh, influence and say. Yeah, because uh, in, in American sports, you're typically more of a consumer than you are a, f- uh, a supporter. Yeah. And, and that's that's something that, at least in soccer, and maybe and it's still romantic and, and, and I, not real, but you I, feel but like I, it's still And there. I feel like the in England and in other leagues, uh, and you see it in Germany a lot, where the, le- the league the team plays in is not even really important it's the division it's the it's just yeah it's nice to be at the top division yeah but it's the team you you just follow them when when Sunderland Sunderland is in league one you know and they they got a damn documentary and people still love them and they're gonna and they'll be back one day right even if if they created another league above Premier League no one would go like, no, come on, Arsenal, stay in Premier League. <laughs> no. This is the best league. They would not care. They wouldn't care. Is, I, and that we sort of, I wish we had that a little bit, but the the, the structure that we have doesn't really allow that, right. uh, because it is important what league we're, we're playing in, because the quality of the of the game is clearly evident, and 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 it it'll it'll suffer if if they're not in MLS. Right. There, there, there won't be the investment. There won't be the money. Like Leeds may be promoted, most likely will be promoted to the Premier they, League. They just lost. I'm so angry. Yeah. So they're they're in third place. They're in the playoffs. So they're most likely gonna, but they're most likely gonna come up, right? They're in the playoffs. They're, the, they're three points back. Yeah. So uh, Sheffield, still, they still have a chance. They still have a chance. Yeah. The, no one like the, they're like the majority of fans didn't go away when they got relegated. A lot of fans did, but because they were one of the biggest teams, they were just buying people. They were like the Manchester United before Manchester United. They were yeah. Real Madrid before Real Madrid. Uh you may get new fans, but it's not like the supporters walked away because they're like, well, if you're not in the Premier League, we're just going to go find a new team. That doesn't happen. Exactly. 
You know, there's people like, no, your granddaddy was a Leeds. <laughs> I'm Leeds. <laughs> My dad was a Leeds. You know, you better be Leeds. Like, you just, that's it. Like, you're a fan of the club. Yeah, did you see the the dude, um, uh, Jamie Lannister was on Kimmel? Yeah. And he mentioned that. Bielsa. He, Bielsa, Bielsa we trust. And Bielsa, which he made the audience say in Bielsa, we which trust. Which is, it was a little corny, but, you know, whatever he was talking about Bielsa, which is kind of cool. <laughs> he got soccer on, uh, you know. Yeah, but then he explained what it was. He should have never explained it. It would have been better. Okay. So, not a fan, Jamie Lannister. His real name is like Jorgensen Flergensen, right? It's like, uh, I think Nicholas Cost Costu something Costo Florgensen. He has, a, he has a, he's just it's a weird ass name. Yeah, uh, you know, a lot of umlauts. You know, whatever. He got one hand. I can't trust that man. <laughs> yeah, nah. nah, son. I saw he lost that. You and your sister's relationship a little too close. <laughs> he's like, you know, it's a character. Don't you dare talk down to me, okay? You ain't got your horse right now. I've seen you. <laughs> I've seen you commit your sins. You pushed that kid out of a window, my guy. <laughs> By the way, every reference I made is to the first episode. <laughs> so, uh, last thing we'll talk about before we get to our interview. Uh, Thierry Henry in the news. That's right. He is taking over Red Bull. It's been confirmed. <laughs> no, I don't know where these rumors came from. He got ran out of Monaco. I know that. I think they came out of. They, it was. I. I felt like I was reading it from like Sky Sports. It was like an. It England, was in European. Yeah, 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 for sure. So, uh, you know, it's accurate. Yeah. Um, but Thierry, uh, Thierry Henry, obviously. New York Rebel legend. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, possibly, uh, you know, the, the rumor was he was possibly going to come back to coach the team. The, the Rebels have not been doing uh, very well as I of think late. this says more about Chris Armis, and it seems like he's kind of lost the locker room. Do you get that sense? Okay. So, yeah, there's sort of two things. Like, the fact that the that these questions are coming up and these rumors are coming up about uh, about Thierry Henry, that, that, I feel like that was a little bit lost. Like, why is everybody so comfortable with Chris Armis? From last year, having the best season in MLS history, to to we, now we gotta have to replace him. Like yeah. after after what, eight nine games, it's because it was Thierry Henry, and everyone was like, "Ooh, Henry." Yeah. If it was anybody else, if they were like Sam Allardyce is gonna is gonna <laughs> go triple, they'd be like, "Wait, why are we getting rid of Chris Armis though?" <laughs> but Chris Armis is clearly a legend yeah. in soccer. Why would you do this? Yeah. Uh, no, but uh, yeah, that was a, a, a bit of my co- uh, concern and. So I'm trying to figure out what is the issue with the Rebels to begin with, right? Is it is it just that Tyler Adams is gone and they just can't replace that kind of a player? It does seem, although he was a little injured last year, they didn't skip a beat. They were they were incredible last year. Yeah. I mean, they just. Uh, I think it's the fact that BWP isn't really scoring. Sure, but if you can't BWP the last couple years, his scoring, uh, his goal scoring has gone down, but he's gotten more assists. He's been more of a, but he's a bit more of a play out of a run of playmaker. It, yeah. They were bad in champions league. You know, this they, is Manchester city BWP. Okay. Yeah. I, for, I forgot that he played there. Yeah. <laughs> what was the other one? Like Charlton or something like that. I think he played at Charlton. Don't know. They played at Carlton Banks. I think so. <laughs> it's not unusual. Wow, modern reference. Alexis. It's not unusual football club. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> up the up the not unusual. Yeah. So the um, it, it, it is. Uh, they just look. We'll talk about the game in a bit. But they lost um, to uh, New England. Uh, it's, it's just they. they it's that just, was a rough loss. They're getting some bad losses that yeah, are. are just that are that you can understand why Chris Armis 
might be in, in like a bad uh, uh, position. But I don't know how, how you can so quickly go from best season in MLS history to we got to fire the coach for Thierry Henry, who just had a nightmare of, uh, of, uh, of, a, of a, a couple months at Monaco. They've, they've only got five points the entire season. It's not a lot of points. That's seven games played. That's not good. <laughs> All the New York teams are trash. Everybody's playing bad. NYCFC finally got their first win. Yeah, and, and the only reason NYCFC is a little bit further away from them in the standings is because they got a win. They got one win, yeah. They got not- a win, <laughs> which New York Rebels already has, but they've just taken a ton of L's. They got four L's. New York City's only lost once. They've got a lot of draws. You yeah. know what I mean? Just like, you know, like Christmas time. You got a lot of draws now. You, <laughs> You're know not, I mean? you can't have more L's than L Cool J. No. Uh, <laughs> he only has three. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Cool. <laughs> Quick one. Atlanta United also stinking up the joint. They only got six points. Why are these teams so bad? It looks like the, Atla- <laughs> the Eastern Conference is upside down. <laughs> DC United was the worst, right? Toronto FC was terrible. Philly Union was disgusting, right? They're, that's the first three. <laughs> Chicago Fire in the middle, right? Montreal Impact in the middle, Orlando City, not the worst, but pretty bad. Dude. I mean, this is all completely upside down. This is a Stranger Things upside down place. Yeah. I'm, in fact, I should just say number 10, 11, and 12 make the playoff. Because <laughs> this isn't fair. This is, <laughs> this is sort of the, uh, you know, the thing that scares people with promotion and relegation is that because of the way the rules are set up, people can sort of readjust their team so quickly in the offseason that people are just going to start going nuts just to try to stay up, which isn't different from any other league. Yeah. But, you know, like there's it's the people that with like the best scouting network are going to start to win. You know what I mean? It's not just the people who play well, because like think of Toronto FC. Where did Pozuelo come from? He was like in the Belgian league or something. Yeah. Like no one even know who this guy was right now might be the best player in the league. Dude, he's, he's crushing. It. I mean, I would say Vela over him, but but Pozuelo yeah. is very much up. There. The two of them aren't trying very hard. <laughs> They're just chilling. Yeah. I think Bella Pozuelo- looks like he just picked up a game at the park. <laughs> but Pozuelo, is he also obsessed with basketball? Because yeah. I don't know what's going on. Yo, Pozuelo also doesn't want to play for the Mexican national team. No, that's the thing. <laughs> what an insult. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I don't know, man. DC United looks great, but that's who NYCFC beat. You can't figure anything out in the East. Nothing makes sense. Even the West. You know, Seattle Sounders just uh, just lost uh, the, over there. But, look, the the the, the fact that this is the one thing I'm at least proud of that a team is doing bad in major league soccer and a, a, a big time European European coach, uh, you know, quote unquote, whatever, however you want to take that. But a big name to coach a team is like, you know, it's rumored. And, and, it, and even when Sky Sports was like reporting about it and they were just asking, I just saw an interview with Tim Cahill and they asked him if he was interested in, in the Red Bull coaching job because he wants to get into coaching. And he, and he specifically said, he was like, oh, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't see, think it's the right job for me right now. But, you know, I, I, it, it seems like Thierry Henry, that might, he might be interested in that. So the fact that they're talking about it and it's not like, Oh, that trash league over there. You're going to go. They're like, Thierry Henry, that's a possible. They, they they were like, hey, the Rebels having a tough time right now. Maybe they could use uh, Thierry Henry coaching. And so it's like, all right. It's kind of a little bit of a, of, a, of, a, of a flex, a little bit of a step up. It is. It's a little different. You're waiting for the insult to come. And, you know, like as comedians, when you're in the green room and there's some people you start talking about like a joke of yours or something. Yeah. And people start to give you like notes and you're like, oh, God, here it comes. Here it is. And then no one says anything <laughs> bad. You're like, oh, my God. You res- people even like me? You got you. You respect me? Wait, wow. This is news to me. Oh, no. They must hate me. now. <laughs> it's only if you if you despise what I do. That's when you love me. So uh, so at, so th- that that change in the culture 
future of how MLS is even viewed is kind of a positive note. It's you know? new. It is new. Okay, still adjusting to it. Solidarity payments and respect. That's right. Ex- All new. Expanding to 82 teams. What do you know about right. that? <laughs> yeah. Everybody gets a coaching job <laughs> in MLS. Okay. Because when it comes to American soccer leagues, size matters. All right. <laughs> That's right. We're all size queens, <laughs> baby. Uh, all right. So uh, let's get to our next segment. And uh, and we'll talk to uh, Dustin Brannon uh, of Talisman uh, and Company. Talisman Caps. Again, you, you love the cap. Get one of our caps. Please do that. Um, and uh, so we'll talk to Dustin right after this. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to The Cooligans. We just want to break in with a word from one of our sponsors, our hat. Our hat. Our hat can talk. Yeah. And it's saying, <laughs> hey, yo, buy me. <laughs> buy me, bro. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, yes, we, uh, we. Our first ever hat. Our first ever hat. I mean, who would have th- thunk it? Yeah. You know, from where we started in this room. Well, we started in a different in apartment, a different but apartment. Nonetheless, nonetheless, the point you're making is true. Look, I look over, I see a lot of the cards are hanging off the wall. You okay. know what I mean? We got cards on the wall. When we started, when we first came in here and we're like, yo, we're going to make this thing pop. I never thought we'd have a hat. And we got one. We got our first hat ever. And honestly, yo, every time I wear people like, yo, that hat is dope. You got a window to see your fade, dog. Okay, that's right. Okay, we got a window fade on the side yeah, of the Okay, hat. yeah. So when uh, when your girl is like, yo, you got a haircut? Yeah, I can tell. Even though you're wearing a hat. I can, a hat. See, I can see the fade. And it's pretty dope because I'm one of these people. I got such a big head that when I wear a hat, people think I'm bald. Did you know that? I don't know if this happens to you. No, it doesn't happen to me. I got a massive ass forehead. When, right? I, when I wear a hat, people think I'm like... 10 years younger Yes Yeah Well that that does not have People think I'm 10 years older Yeah I shouldn't I shouldn't uh, I should take off The little spinner Off the top of the cap yeah, That's but, the you problem know, You know I really yeah. I really enjoy it Yeah <laughs> So when I wear a hat People think I'm bald Now that I got mesh On the side though that's right. It does look. Everyone's like, "Hey, yo, you got a nice head of hair under there." I'm like, "Yeah, I do." Like, why are you even wearing a hat? I'm like, "Cause it's mine. It's my merch. It's so dope." It says Cooligans. Yo, we threw it back with the logo too. That's right. Uh, we have uh, the the that. Uh, oh, don't tell them where it's from. I wonder if anyone could guess where it's from. Okay, yeah, let them let them find out. Yeah, let us know. Shoot us a but message if you remember where it's from. We talked about the hat a couple uh, a couple days ago uh, after we you know dr- dropped it in Minnesota, uh, but now the the hat is uh, the the tal- the official Cooligans slash Talisman cap is available for all, uh, and you can get it online uh, through our merch store, which is on thevolleyapparel.com. So you can go to onthevolleyapparel.com slash Cooligans, and you can see all you can, it'll be all the Cooligans merch in one page. So that's also a new thing, which is really cool. That's so, so dope. Uh, so the the Talisman cap is right on there, uh, and if you use the promo code Cooligans. You'll get twenty percent off your entire order. So not not just the hat that you order, uh, and you can pick up any you know the 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 popoti. You know you can get uh, uh, other other uh, shirts from on the volley apparel. Get anything you want from on the volley apparel. Get anything you want. Okay. I mean, what do you? I mean, you're definitely going there for the hat, right? You're like, yo, I gotta get this hat. And a lot of our fans were hitting us up like, yo, this is unfair that you're releasing the hat only in Minnesota. How dare you not? We were always gonna give it to you guys. <laughs> People were really, we are. They felt slighted. Yo, who you think? We are, yeah, we're, we're, are we monsters? But yo, we had to like, we got to get people to the event. You know what I mean? <laughs> so we had to make it sound wild exclusive. But also, like, we we re-upped the order. We doubled our order. So we're going to have even more hats. Because, yo, we want to make sure every fan gets a chance to buy this hat. Uh, look, we would absolutely love it if you wore a hat. It means the world to us. Uh, we, we didn't think we'd ever have a hat. We is got it, one. Is so it, this is fire. This is crazy. Fire. Yeah, right. So go pick one up. On the volleyapparel.com slash cooligans. And pick up your cooligans slash talisman cap. 
Yeah, baby, we're back. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the United Soccer Coaches Convention has been litty. Yeah, we're here in cool. Chicago. <laughs> in Chicago, and we are. Uh, we've had so. I mean, so many illustrious guests come through the Cooligans booth on Podcast Row, and now we are thrilled and excited to have one of the most energetic. Yeah. One of the loudest. This guy, this guy is. Cocaine come to life <laughs> as a human being. <laughs> I mean, oh, I couldn't have described them better myself. <laughs> Very happy to have him on. Alexis, please introduce our guest today. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, unless you're driving, I don't even know what name to specifically use because you know this dude, but you also might not know this dude, but you know the product. So I'm just going to say, ladies and gentlemen, unless you're driving, put your hands together for Dustin from Talisman Caps. We're talking to Talisman. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Talisman. Yeah. Senor Talisman. <laughs> uh, Dustin Brandon. Thank you for that. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> no that problem. Was... Dustin, thank you so much for being on the show. I, I know we were talking before we started that you said that you've never done a podcast before. Can't say that I have, no. Oh, okay. So, well, the, I mean, pop in, pop in the podcast cherry. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's do this. Destroy that podcast cherry. <laughs> that podcast hymen has been ripped apart. <laughs> okay. I mean, don't. Actually, I take that back. I've done one. <laughs> yeah. So. It was only a while. Uh, they just put the tip. In. Anyway, uh, it's just, can any of this go on the air? Okay. So, Dustin, you are you are the, the creator, uh, you and your wife as well, right? The yes. creator of... Talisman caps, and if you are, if you have been interested in soccer and in, in within the last what three years or so, there's no way you have not seen a talisman cap either. And on- almost more importantly, American soccer. You know what I mean? Like if you know anybody with swag in American soccer, they probably on top of their head has. Their head covered with a talisman cap. I, I would agree. Uh, so, <laughs> so Dustin, please let us. Dustin know. paid me to say that. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a podcast. This is a commercial for talisman caps. No, uh, Dustin, p- please let us know uh, who you are. I know you are a former player as well, uh, and I am. Uh, uh, and how? Let us know about your career and then how you got uh, started into making caps, soccer caps. Yeah, why hats? Sorry, go ahead. Um. Yeah, so I, I, I dabbled in the, the professional ranks of soccer uh, in the early 2000s. Okay. Played uh, a couple of years for the Minnesota Thunder in the uh, the A-League, so the predecessor to Minnesota United. Um, right. And then I had a cup of coffee in the uh, the MLS with the Kansas City Wizards. Okay. Um, Delicious coffee. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was good. <laughs> it was black and cold. Um, Very cold. A little bit of barbecue sauce yeah, in there. Yeah, so I, I retired. <laughs> <laughs> Retired early from the game and stayed involved coaching and, and various things like that. And um, you know, it, it soccer kind of consumes me. I'm, I'm super interested in it. I know a lot about it. I'm uh, kind of obsessed with it. I would sure, say. Sure. And I was looking. I, I, I never quite really enjoyed coaching, so I was looking for a, kind of a different way to get involved in the game and uh, in, in kind of a different, crea- a, a more creative way. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm a Liverpool fan. Uh, growing up supporting Liverpool, <laughs> it's tough. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I could never find a good hat that I liked. Sure, sure. Um, Let's talk so was, about that because European soccer teams got garbage merch. That's terrible. <laughs> it's I mean, aside the from worst. Jerseys, yeah, I the mean, jerseys are fire, and then there's nothing. Like if you want something lifestyle, remember I'm an Arsenal fan. Years ago, I found a hat that was black, and it had a little gold. 
uh, cannon on the front of it. And I'm like, that's the that's, first time I've seen something uh, that just doesn't make you look like you bought it at a swap meet. And <laughs> there, was some, there was some good stuff in the 90s, though. A gaudy. So you got, we look you got back to, at it now yeah. saying it's cool, nah. but back then you were like, what is on your head? Uh, but you got to travel <laughs> back in time to get that stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah, so, so yeah. yeah. I, um, I'm curious, was, why why did you retire uh, from playing? Was it an injury or just your choice, or how did you feel about it? Um, my mom passed away during, okay. during sure. an off-season, yeah, and yeah. I, uh, I, I just needed to get away from from the game a little bit. She was a, a huge supporter of mine, um, and I don't know, just wanted to kind of try something else out. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that was, but I just I just needed to get away and take a break from. Sometimes from in those moments, it's great to break yeah. away from something that you've been doing. Uh, yeah, for sure. So yeah, I, I stopped playing for probably a year or so, and then started playing in men's league and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Kind of got back into it, and I was going to come out of retirement. The Minnesota Thunder wanted me to come out and uh, and rejoin the team. They were going to base their schedule around my availability and working full time. And wow! And they offered me a contract and. I, I, in the end, I said not to do it, okay. but that kind of gave me some closure because I feel like I didn't really get to um, leave the game on my own terms yeah. previously. So yeah, that kind of put me put me at peace with it all. Did you say you were a keeper? No, no, you were I some, am a keeper, but are, I was did a you defender. That? My wife thinks I'm a keeper. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I, was, I was a center back. Oh, center back. Okay, yeah. for some reason I, I thought you were a goalkeeper. You should so, you should Google me. I, I had some beautiful long hair. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I gotta yeah. check this out. It's <laughs> gorgeous. Yeah. Okay. Throw it up in a ponytail sometimes. <laughs> okay. This is now a hair podcast. Yeah. So, I, any any thoughts in bringing it back? Would would, would the wife allow it? You can no, go she man would not. Bun. Man she would bun. not. I would. I would not do that. I don't have the patience to grow it out again. So. Okay. Yeah, it's like you do have that awkward period. Yeah. Where you're growing your hair out. That's... Where people are like, did you give up? Yeah. yeah. So I, I, well, go I was going to say, you got out of the game. You, you thought about some other things. You didn't. Did you start working in merch or in clothing or in accessories? No, I actually worked in IT sales, which is okay. <laughs> now I'm just yeah. now we're up my alley. Okay, I, I was in. Uh, I did IT. I've been. Do, I went to school for computer science, and I did okay. IT for a long right time. So yeah. we. We can talk about a lot of You want to talk about Cisco switches? Not at all. Okay. <laughs> Ethernet cables. We're talking we about talking? desktop virtualization. Okay. Uh, all right. A little remote, a little Citrix. Buddy, this is the excitement was, we were that talking was actually about. what I sold. All right. For, all right. For like eight years. Okay. Now well, we told you it was finally, cocaine. We meant it, baby. <laughs> finally, an interesting podcast that yeah. the Cooligans yeah. will hopefully, finally make. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, some people are still with us. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, I, so I, I, I was in a field that had nothing to do with. Uh, with merchandise or products or anything like that um i don't know i don't know why hats i just i was kind of obsessed with hats at the time for some reason and yeah just, just decided to go for it and make it and yeah i don't know it gave me that kind of a creative outlet that i uh was missing i think in my life and i don't know it's yeah. been good yeah it, it does feel like when it comes to this is I find that defensive players tend to be these people that can do like can do be in leadership positions and then start their own company. I feel like right. I feel like defenders. It's almost like the the think you, the the people farther back in the field are the ones thinking about their future first. They're the pragmatic ones. <laughs> the strikers like Yo, I should be a yeah. rock star when, yeah. I, when I retire after winning eighteen World Cups. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, and the defenders like have you thought about school. <laughs> But, Learn to read, man. But you do come off as this uh, almost c- 
calming presence of oh, like you. you seem very much. Well, even the first time we met you, I'm like, all right. First of all, first of all, this is a big dude. Okay, I could I could picture you playing. I'm like, nobody wants to mess with this uh, stoic Stonewall giant. Yeah, okay? I know you're a four foot six <laughs> Argentinian <laughs> trying to run circles around this big guy. You better come equipped. <laughs> <laughs> so it seems like are, are there were there any skills that you learned in soccer that were, that helped you prepare for where you are now running a hat company? Not at all. Okay. Not at no. Um, you know, I, I actually think I learned a lot from my wife. Oh, right. Who very is nice. a, Who's uh, great. She's yeah, awesome. She's amazing. She is. She is. No, she's, uh, she has a very entrepreneurial spirit sure. about her. She's she always, likes to link things up. Yeah. She's very and smart so she's, that way. She's, I mean, honestly, really inspired me to, to kind of go for this and, okay. and um, has been a huge part of, of, of the business as well. Um, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know a question I answered there. <laughs> you answered something, you answered something. <laughs> and that's the most important part. Okay, we gotta keep in mind this might be Dustin's second podcast. Yeah, we don't know yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Just learning, <laughs> feeling his way through. I need a beer. Yeah, <laughs> that let's, might help. Let's talk about hats. All right. The reason we're talking about it is because your hats have become somewhat iconic to the fledgling culture of American soccer. So when we started, you think we're bullshitting. <laughs> when we started soccer, when we started talking about soccer, we realized like one of the things we want to do is add to the culture. Right. There wasn't people who sounded or talked like us, so we wanted to do that. Sure. But also we wanted to encourage sort of this idea that like, yo, we don't have to be like everyone else. It doesn't matter that we call it a field instead of a pitch or a PK instead of a pen or a penalty. Like, let's do our own thing. Let's build uh -huh. our own culture. And part of that, honestly, to me, I felt there's a few things that identify you as a soccer fan, right? If you go to the early 2000s and you're in England and you're wearing a Stone Island shirt, uh, this dude's down to rumble at the end of a game. You know what I mean? That's what it means. Some things identify you, especially in soccer. It's a lot of like what you wear identifies you. To me, if you're a part of that new era of, um, probably a bad choice of words now I think about new era. Uh, if you're a part of that modern era of American soccer fandom, you most likely are going to have somewhere in your wardrobe a talisman hat. And did you realize that you were doing that? Is that what you set out to do? Absolutely. Really? <laughs> it's not a new era. It's a talisman era. Yeah, there you go. That's there what go. this is. <laughs> um, no, I didn't. I, I just I I wanted to make a hat that I, I that I wanted to wear, and that I, I I don't know. I just wanted to provide an alternative. I think to what the the crap that's out there. Yeah. So I, and you got like the five panels. That, something that that looks. You know, it looks good at a game, looks good wherever you're going. I mean, yeah, you can wear they, they are like these talking uh, pieces, the conversation yeah. started. That happens all the time when I wear uh -huh. a hat. I mean, when I, I think for me, the, the first cap that was like, oh, wow, this is, this, I, I, it's the designs. Not, the hats are comfortable. A lot, lots of hats are comfortable, right. but the, the the simplicity and the the of the design, especially what's on front. And the first one for me was the Pirlo wine hat. <laughs> when I saw that, I'm like, all right. Not only do clearly the people at Talisman, Talisman and Co. Right, they have a, a sense of humor, a drinking problem. A dr yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, after this weekend, we all do. <laughs> but but seeing stuff like that is not. It, it just wasn't a thing, especially as comedians. I'm like, right. there, there isn't enough, uh, uh, you know, uh, just making fun of, of of soccer and making fun and like or adding levity to it. You're the cooligans of hats. Yeah. Oh. 
That's I exactly. That's why it resonates <laughs> with why us. Why are you crying? You, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't leave. <laughs> you guys are the talisman of podcasts. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so the designs themselves. Who comes up with the designs? Is it you? Is it your wife? Is it someone else? It's uh, it's mainly me. I do the design. I uh, I do take. Um, we we take a lot of feedback from our customers. So I mean, if someone someone tells us they want to see. Um, you know, a hat with Ronaldo on it. We won't make that. Oh, sure. Good. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, we 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 solicit feedback from from our from our customers and from our fans, and um, you know that provides me with some direction on where sure. to go with it. But yeah, we, we've got some outside people that help us with a little bit too. Okay. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's mainly myself. Sure. So who came cool. up with the, like the little like almost emoji characters? I'm not sure how to really explain they're like almost like faceless but you know what they are from what they're doing and what they're wearing whose idea was that because that is something that is very much yours it is very much mine yeah no i i came up with that um you know i had seen i'd seen hats like that and and you know not in the soccer world but in um you know if you go to a store at the mall there's a hat with like biggie on it or someone like that yeah, yeah. Uh, or a donut i don't know but uh i don't know i thought why not do that with soccer Okay. So, and you know, it's so funny. I, it's like you, you talk about it with such sort of like, I don't know, it's, I liked it and I want to do it. But you have no idea how hard that is <laughs> to find in soccer. There's so many people uh-huh. that are doing the same thing other people are doing, and they're trying to just perpetuate the same exact culture. But you've managed to somehow change it a little bit. You're not impressed with yourself as much <laughs> as really, we are. The, a, the humility is incredible. It's too much. <laughs> it's not. It's Stop a hangover. being from Minnesota. It's not, it's not humility. Stop being from Minnesota for five minutes. What edibles do that you have? an awesome Why jacket. Yeah, this dude is Cameron just walked past this. This dude is minked out. Do you know how many rats had to die for that jacket? Okay. Uh, the, the hats themselves, oh. do, you, uh, do you make them all yourself? Do you stitch them? Or is it like uh, a company makes them and it ships them to you or something like that? Like that. I, I hand stitch them. Uh, who knows? What's wrong with I you? I hand stitch them in my basement. <laughs> By the I way, all know. three of us no. are wearing talisman hats, uh, which is pretty cool. But they should say made somewhere, right? You Wait. take that out. You take the China thing we out. Did. So nobody gets through. <laughs> <We did. laughs> they're they're oh, it made. It says right here, made by children in China. <laughs> I can't believe you put that in the actual. <laughs> Jesus, you really are. Uh, why did you put it in, in a children, yeah. child's handwriting? Yeah, That's also the it's word. It's in crayon. <laughs> that is just wrong. At least the kids got a crayon. There's a step up. <laughs> they, no, the we, children did not make these hats. <laughs> <laughs> are, do you regret being on the Cooligans <laughs> podcast? <I do. laughs> my five year old, my five year old daughter makes the hats. They're made in the USA. You keep it in there. American made. We employ my three and five year old. So a, a lot of your hats uh, also have uh, this logo that, that say "Support Local" on it, and it's like uh, uh, you know, a soccer ball with American uh, with a, of the American flag, and a soccer ball going kind of going through it. And the uh, stick is the L. You don't get enough credit for that. That's pretty dope. Yeah. Thank so you. the the where, I, this I also see this a lot as well. Uh, what does that mean to you? This uh, the support uh, local movement. You know, I think I think obviously with like the U.S. not making the World Cup uh, this past year, um, I think it's it's forced a lot of people to kind of to reevaluate where soccer is in this country, and to me, the meaning of it. Um, and I think the the reason I kind of created this slogan or logo, whatever you want to call it, or I mean, it's almost like a sub brand of ours, but um, I'm I'm fascinated by kind of what's what's happening with. You know, soccer outside of the MLS lower division soccer um, in the U.S. and you know how it's just it's uh, 
you know, that boomed in in places you wouldn't have thought it would even exist five years ago yeah. or ten years ago. It, Omaha, it's just, uh, yeah, you know, no, Sacramento, Cincinnati is Cincinnati sticks out to me as being like something that I remember looking at that and being like, they're getting how many fans? It's insane. Yeah, I mean, I mean this I, is just really impressive. When I back when I played professionally, we would go to we would play Cincinnati in the league back then. They'd probably have thirty people at the game. Yeah, or even in even in Atlanta, we we played the Atlanta Silverbacks, and they yeah. had a they had a small little soccer specific stadium that was that was cool for the time. But they, I mean, no one would go to games, and to see what's transformed, how soccer's transformed that city, and like the the the, the excitement behind it, I mean, it's mind blowing to me. And even in Minnesota, I've seen it firsthand. Um, you know, when I played and when I retired, we uh, we were playing in a high school stadium, which is. A quarter mile from where the the brand new uh, stadium is open, yeah, up, Allianz Field, yeah, uh, this year. So it, it's, I don't know, kind of gives me the chills talking about and, and seeing this 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 transformation. Um, but I think going back to the the question, it's, I, I just think we need to whether it's whether it's going out and supporting your, my three year old or five year old daughter playing soccer, yeah, um, in St. Paul, Minnesota. Or Do you have two children, or you just don't know the one's age? <laughs> I thought I said three and five. Okay, you said three or five. Three or five. I'm like, how old is this kid again? Um, I don't know. It's. I think it's just something that, that an idea that that you can interpret as your own, or whatever that is. If it's like I said, if it's going supporting a yeah a middle school soccer game, or your your local MPSL team, or your men's league team, or your MLS team. Um, So. And what do you what do you think of um, being uh, having played for the Minnesota Thunder and seeing what Minnesota United are doing and and how how is it changing the community? I'm sure more people are interested in soccer now that Minnesota United is there, yeah. uh, I, and new stadium and all these things. Uh, even though Minnesota United was getting a ton of support before uh, they were an MLS team, what is uh, how do you think that's going to affect uh, the the city? How do you think it's going to affect uh, the rest of American soccer? Because even though Minnesota, everything looks great on the outside. These last couple seasons haven't been haven't great. been the shiniest. So what's no, up? What's up, no. with Minnesota United? It's so bad. I thought Breck Shea was going to end up on the team. That's how bad it was. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 no comment there. Um, no, it, I think it's 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 the cool thing in the city. Like you mean, like you see same thing in Atlanta. I mean, it, it's it's usurped the Minnesota Twins, the Timberwolves. Okay, I would argue even the Vikings. It's it's a. Uh, it's you where you want to be? It's, you think it's going to be more? Representative of Minnesota than a Juicy Lucy. I don't know what that is, so I'm curious why you're not answering. I would would say absolutely not. No? No. It's going to take a lot. That that would take a lot. You don't know what a Juicy Lucy is? No, but it 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 sounds like something happens in prison. What is that? If you ask your nickname in prison, I want to know what you did to get it. Honestly, I really do. I mean, what did you buy at the commissary that made you get that nickname? It's a cheeseburger with cheese inside of it. Okay. Inside of the meat patty. All right. It's the uh, yeah. It's it's the the food of Minnesota. All right. Which lets state you know. <laughs> which lets you know. There's how that state's doing on the scale of the biggest states. <laughs> no, Minnesota is one of the fittest states, actually. Yeah, it's because you guys country. got bike lanes. You need them after yeah. eating this goddamn juicy <laughs> lucy. Yeah, one of the most biking cities. This is how far we've gotten down this rabbit hole. We're not talking about how many bikes are in Minnesota. All right, you born and raised in Minnesota? I was actually born in Atlanta. Oh, uh, yeah. oh that's right. Yeah, you mentioned that. You yeah. can, no, so you can no, swap my, affinity back and forth if you want. I can. Who's yeah. winning? <laughs> yeah. No. It, to me, I'm. I'm. This, this is not answering your question, but I. I'm just excited about what, what's going on with soccer. So I'm a fan of 
really all teams. Um, you know, I love seeing what's going on in Atlanta. I'm excited to see what's going to happen in Cincinnati. Um, you know, while I'm, I'm based in Minnesota, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit biased towards Minnesota United, but I, I, I don't know. I just love seeing good soccer. I love seeing people excited about it. Yeah. Um, even, you know, if you look over in the Premier League, I, well, yeah, I'm a, definitely a Liverpool fan. Sure. Is, De, is Dejan Lovren the greatest uh, defender in world soccer, as he claims? Absolutely not. Okay, I, good. I think he's terrible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, I, 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 I would... I can't say I would support Everton, but I would love to go to like an Everton game sure, and, sure. and take a game in there. And I don't know. All right. Just, any any uh, as a center back, any center backs that maybe you see? Let's say not even in American soccer in Europe. Anybody that like, oh, that's that's my favorite defender. Or that oh, I'm similar to that guy. Anything like that? That anybody? Any of your favorites? I was a I was a big fan of Sammy Hoopia. Liverpool back in the day. Okay, I don't know. I don't know this one. Yeah, late. Uh, I would say when did he play? Early two thousands. Okay, he was uh, Finnish. All right, yeah. big white dude. <laughs> uh, you you guys stick together, huh? <laughs> no. Yeah, thank God. We you all get in a group, we start to get scared. Too many big white dudes. Too many muscles. Yeah, like, no, 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 no. If I see a pitchfork, I'm out of here. Uh, if I see a tiki torch, I'm going the other way. Uh, no, I'm, I'm definitely a fan of uh, Virgil Van Dyke. Okay, from yeah. Liverpool. I, mean, I mean, he's just that guy's a monster. That guy's that guy makes seventy five million dollars for a defender. Seem like a good deal. It does. He, he's insane good. What yeah. do you think about the way that sort of defenders are now, where they almost have to be the first attackers? What, were you like that when you played? I like to think I was. Yeah, you were like, <laughs> I was amazing with my feet. Oh, no, I, was, I, was, like, I think nah. I was good with my feet. I I, I was good with both feet. Um, and I I do think being able to play at the back was an important uh, skill that I had. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely interesting and uh, – to see the way that's transformed, even even to the the goalkeeping position. Yeah, yeah, very much. Ederson I mean, is guy, insane. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's you've got to be good. You've got to be able to play with it. You got to be able to take care of the ball. You can't just be a a big uh, a big oaf, oaf back big there. Oaf out there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which, Jones. Was, which was my skill, baby. Yeah. Big oaf. Don't make me move. You know what I mean? I'm just gonna push people. But the way the game is changing, so does fashion changes so much more faster. And you do you consider yourself in the fashion business because you kind of are at this point? I guess so. Yeah. 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 What well, What do you see next for Talisman? Look, you got hoodies, you got hats, shirts coming, pants coming, joggers, windbreakers. Uh, what are we doing? Lingerie. Lingerie. That's the next. Oh, thing. I, I, honestly, I think are being we in the lingerie the... business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, no, I, I think actually being at a you know a show like this, a convention, and seeing what all you know what what different people are doing for the game, other products they're making is, is inspiring. So yeah, it's yeah. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'll go make a soccer ball. Okay. I don't know. There's there's so much you that we do could do. Throwback looking jerseys. Those would be fire. We will we will likely do that. Oh, um, I stumbled upon yeah. a. No, we, we've got we've got a lot had. of a lot of ideas, a lot of new projects in the works. Um, I think this year we want to, especially with the Women's World Cup coming up, we want to get involved more in the women's side of things. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I, especially with with two girls, little girls, of course, uh, being yeah, the father yeah. of two little girls, I think it's it's important to represent that side of the sport because um, it's 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 underrepresented. Without and I it. even what we've done so far, the products we put out, we haven't done enough for that. So that, that's that's really a goal of mine this year. I think is to 
whether it's you know putting Mia Hammer on a hat or making a product that's specific for for women, um, you know, we're gonna take that path. I think moving moving forward this year. Okay, I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see it, and I think it's also important for. You know, there's a lot of girls that have uh, style and swag, and they want to support Absolutely. their team. Yeah, uh, you want you want to get that fit right for your Instagram. <laughs> I mean, this is you, you also get to go to Talisman. Okay, <laughs> what's funny is that that Talisman caps are are very cool. Like it's a very cool, trendy, very cool thing. Right. And Dustin is the complete opposite yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you put them like that. <laughs> you put them like that. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. You know what it is? It's people that are all right. The I product, used to think I was cool. You would assume the guy who runs the product has like a coke ring around his nose, slicked hair, like half his head is shaved, the other half has lines in it. You would assume that's runs the product because it's so cutting edge. And then you meet you and you're like, I want to hug this, this is a man. Good guy. It's a good, I don't want to go bottle service. He's a good guy. He's a good dad. Yeah. Hey, hey Dustin, you're. I think you're out a little too late, man. Yeah. It's man. 7:30. You should be home. Yo, you look like you FaceTime with your kids after you drop them off at school. You know what I mean? Like, you're a good dude. You don't look like you have seven strains of HPV. You know what I mean? You just don't. You know that guy? But you assume the brand is so Dustin, hip. You're a great human being. Like, <laughs> you're I'm a great idiot. You. <laughs> but yeah, Talisman Caps are, are incredible. Uh, we love what you guys do, and uh, we're just big fans more than anything, man. Likewise. So, thank yeah. you. I, I, you <laughs> <laughs> can't even get the word out. Yeah. You can't even get no, it out. You, you guys are good dudes, I, I, and I appreciate the support you give us, um, and love what you guys are doing. I think, and we're we're trying to do a little bit of that too. Bring a, a different, a, whether it's comedic or whatever it is, a different element to the game, a different uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A point of view. Um, so you, you guys are doing great. So uh, let, let people know how they can uh, get a talisman cap and where they can follow and how they can support the brand. Absolutely. You can, uh, our website is talismancaps.com, um, at talisman caps on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and, uh, yeah, come check out our website, uh, see what we've got. We're got a lot of new stuff coming out, um, That's great. this year. And uh, yeah, it's great. All right, that's keep a lookout. Yeah, and keep, if you watch our videos on YouTube or on Instagram, one of us is almost always likely wearing a talisman cap. <laughs> Very much. That so. is a hundred percent true. I've got like five of them at home. I absolutely love them. My I, wife I, is mad jelly that I won't let her wear. I have a I have a little talisman cap mountain. Yeah, I got the same thing. I got a little so leaning tower of talisman. <laughs> I have a leaning there. tower of talisman. Everybody. Uh, <laughs> uh, Dustin Brandon, thank I you so much. I have a question for you guys. Tell oh, me yeah. about gulliest. Oh, okay. Now, now, this fits yeah. you right here. This is for the wildest of the bunch. So, now, gully is a term that Cameron popularized. He may not have come up with it. I think it what's comes. A, what's a Cameron? Cameron, perfect. All right, all right. This, By the way, you also, laughed at me a, making a Cameron reference before. Is that a car? Yeah, 100%. So, a car popularized the term. Okay, he's a, he's a rapper. Oh, let, also, let, let us explain what rap is. Okay, so okay, we so. got to start from the beginning. I am a big white dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a rapper in Harlem, New York. Uh, you know who Cameron is. I do. Yes, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. So, Harlem is very specific in New York for being the flashy part of town. So, if you're from Harlem, dudes in, like, you know how uh, grime rappers only wear gray? black and blue sweats that's brooklyn you would not do that in harlem harlem you had to have the flyest clothes on you, you had to have to a shine. cap yeah, yeah, that, you, okay. right, that would be the fit right <laughs> yeah, yeah you'd have the hoodie on you'd have it all whatever else you're coming out with right, you have it all like harlem is where you shine gully was the dude who was like came out of that culture but also like yeah i know i'm wearing fly clothes 
but I'll tell you exactly what I need to tell you. I, I'm, I'm hardcore. I don't take any shit from anybody. Gully was like, nah, fuck it. Let's let's say the truth right now, right? Yeah. So if you were Gully, it meant like you were hardcore. You did what you wanted. You didn't care the repercussions that you didn't harm people. Well, maybe you did, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Then we started joking uh, about the we were because we were very we're from New York. We just talk talk that way, and we do a soccer podcast. And but we also we were going after some things that we thought weren't up to par that everyone thinks is great. And we're like, nah, that's not that much good of content. That's not good. These people aren't that funny. And then people on (laughs) in especially in Europe, they make fun of American soccer. We're like, no one's going to say anything. We'll clap back. right? Yeah. We'll respond. So we started saying, we're not just the funniest soccer podcast. We're the gulliest. And our fans attach themselves to it. <laughs> so much so that someone's like, someone wrote us like, hey, I'm a white guy from Georgia. I don't know what this means, but I use it all the time. Yeah, now. it's literally like a farmer in yeah. Missouri was like, I, I've been saying gully <laughs> when, I, when I've been picking up, you know, like, yeah, like grain. Fa- like grain. And stuff. Well, like, he says my guy, which is a very New York thing. <laughs> like, we say it on the show. He's yeah. like, I was on the phone with a distributor and I called him my guy. He's like, I know I've listened to your podcast too much. So, and like, our, one of my friends was like, dude, your fans are going to get stabbed if they wear gullies on their chest. Because that meant you're like, you're like the biggest dude. Like, you're the, the most hardcore. Toughest, uh, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, no. I'm like, our fans, like, our, I showed him pictures. Like, our friends are like in Disneyland uh-huh, wearing gully shirts, which is blowing my mind. It blows everyone's mind. It's beautiful. So we're like, this is just the way to be. It's like, if you're going to be doing American soccer pod, like content, I think you just got to be honest. Like, so yeah, I should American, not wear that t-shirt. You 100% should. <laughs> you personify it, yeah, to yeah. be honest. <laughs> like, yo, you, you're like, yo, what I saw wasn't good. You all people have trash hats. I'm going to make doper hats. And you did it. That's gully. That's what it, that's what it means. It's right. like, go and do something that you don't see. That's it. Nothing gullier than that. What, that's also, awesome. Hope that's Solo's inspiring. pretty gully because she wants to fight people. You know what I mean? Like, so there's, <laughs> no, there's multiple. There's a lot. Yeah. yeah there's, there's, there's other. There's it's other faceted definition. Yeah. Uh, Dustin Brandon, thank you so much for joining us on thank the cool events. You guys, I, you guys I are the absolute. It. You're the best, man. I'm thank gonna go you. get yeah. some sleep. Sweet dude, you, yeah. you earned it. <laughs> God, what a great interview, man, Dustin. He's just one of the best. <laughs> he's a great dude. He was definitely a little, little shy. One of our shyer guests. That we I wouldn't even him. say he's shy. He's just like you know. What what do they call those people? Who, what's the opposite of me? You know, smart. <laughs> like what are those people who like just say less? You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. He he's definitely uh, he's not soft spoken, but you know what I mean. Like he's like he's he's not. He's with he's a man stern. Of a few, he's a man stern. of a few words. Yeah, you, you know? know he's he he says what he has to say. Not doesn't need to. He doesn't uh, add any extra. Extra fancy words. No, he doesn't need all that <laughs> icing. You know what I mean? He just gives you straight cake. Uh, but no, thank you again, uh, Dustin, for being on the show. And, and shouts to Bethany, who I know was holding her breath listening to that <laughs> entire interview. The both of them were like, yo, is it cool if we listen? And we're like, no, we're not. We, nobody edits our podcast. It's also like there's, it's, there's nothing damning about what, <laughs> yeah. anything he said. I mean, they're worse than MLS teams. You know? <laughs> oh, my God. You guys will be fine, man. Everyone loves you guys. So do we. Exactly. Uh, so, but. Yeah, they're they're a, a great uh you know a great family. So I mean, Talisman is a is a family business. Let's, let's not like get it twisted. And they're they're significant members of the American soccer community. And in fact, I will say, you know, they remind me of of us in in a different format. Yes, because we are husband and wife. Right, as well. exactly. <laughs> and we we're both worried about interviews we've done, <laughs> and we make sweet love in our store. <laughs> <laughs> the truth is, and we got beautiful kids. No, uh, no. The reason why they remind me now they're wincing for sure. Uh, now Bethany's like, we should have asked to edit what they said. Uh, but the reason I bring it up is they they both saw this sort of uh, thing missing in American soccer, which was 
the cool merch that they found in other countries. And they were like, well, why don't we have it? Yeah. We're going to do it. And yeah. they did. And they, they really made it a nice sort of, um, you know, uh, space for themselves in this, in this world. So and that, uh, and, really happy. And that's like the best thing about talisman uh, caps is that they're, they're cool. They're just cool. It's cool as hell. It's, I got, I wore the, uh, the, the old school Germany uh, looking St. Paul hoodie. Okay. The blue joint. I wore that on stage. And afterwards someone's like, yo, where'd you get that? I want to get one. And I was like, yo, it's on, on the volley. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to look like a black hat that's as cool as but trust me, buy it. No, but like, you know, I, I told them exactly where to get it. And someone came up to me in the airport and they were like, cool St. Paul hoodie. Where, where are you from? And I'm like, no, nah, I'm not from St. Paul. And they're like, yeah, I heard you speak. You're definitely not. <laughs> I was like, no, nah, but I just got I'm this. from St. Paul. Don't you know yeah, my yeah. guy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't you know? Run them pockets. <laughs> I bought these Timberlands right there in the Mall of America. <laughs> so I told him, I'm like, nah, but yo, there's this store that's dope as hell. You got to go. And he was like, where is it? And I told him on the corner of whatever and whatever. I forgot it now, but I knew it back then. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, check it out. He's like, yo, I live like fuck. He's like, I live like five blocks from here. And I'm like, and you don't know about this store? He's like, I didn't even know there were stores over there. He's like, it's a residential that's block. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, dude, it's hidden. The hidden secrets about St. Paul that I know and you don't, you need to step your game up. <laughs> Maybe, man, I don't know, Google search sometimes. You know, it, it exists. So shouts to them. And they have a great store. And the, the community loves them. When we were setting up for the event, there were so many people coming in and shopping. Like, you know, if you saw people setting up equipment, you probably wouldn't walk into a store. Not St. Paul. They're like, I'm just going to go about my day. <laughs> and I hope you you young lads can take care of all this around me. Yeah, it's a very welcoming space. Great, yeah. great people. Uh, we had a blast in Minnesota. Uh, and uh, yeah, we, lo- uh, we love them very much. So, uh, okay. So let's talk about a couple matches uh, that happened in Major League Soccer. Uh, some of the more notable ones. Things that, uh, you know, some... some um, you know, uh, season. De- I feel se- season defining uh, games and nice. Uh, some of the- we were speaking of Minnesota. We obviously were just there, uh, but so we have to talk about the the miraculous win for Toronto FC and the absolutely devastating loss for Minnesota United. Uh, Toronto wins this game four to three, and this is you know I, I think Minnesota United would love just like a one nil win. You know, just like a boring old three points. Like, we just want three points. I don't care how. I don't care why. I don't care if it's an own goal scored in the ninety third minute. Well, technically. Well, they 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 could use um, a, a few less uh, thrillers. You know, uh, yes, that is for sure. Every game that they're in seems to be what look, they call it, like the cardiac. Cats is like a very popular thing, and the cardiac kids. Yeah, they are, but like they die in every one of them. <laughs> it's a sad story at the end. <laughs> it's not a comeback. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Okay, they flatline. It's they, not good. A lot of vigils. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but this this was just like a crazy game. Obviously, we were at Allianz Field for that three three game with NYCFC. But you know, at BMO Field, also Toronto seems to be another team that weirdly. Defensive issues, you know, when they were when I feel like the last, you know, basically two like they were losing games, but just like they weren't allowing three goals. Right. Kind of like regularly or whatever. So this uh, uh, but this game obviously, you know, was filled with weird errors and weird sort of mistakes. And there was there was a lot after the game that that we'll talk about. But the the Darwin uh, Quintero. Uh, with his goal, with 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 a, with a strange, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, 
uh, Bono was just like misjudged the ball, and and Quintero, who who you know you know how tall is he? Five three. I mean, five four with the with the haircut the- <laughs> five ten. <laughs> he's out here in some kid and play so joint. Sh- I don't I don't know how exactly he's winning a ball, heading the ball over yeah. a, a, like a six foot three goalkeeper. Yeah, who who has his arms outstretched. So that's a bad sign. Not uh, a good sign. So uh, misjudges the ball, uh, Bono, and and, and Quintero has the, has that the 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 tap in, but the the, the fact that. Uh, you know, when you have uh, uh, Bosuelo on your team, now we know anything's possible. Yeah, anything's possible. No lead is safe. This uh, is one of those things about having a player like him that is sort of somewhere in the blend of a midfielder but can attack very well. Yeah, and he's very creative. He just starts to draw a lot of defenders to him. Yeah, and look, unless so, you play for Minnesota United, in which case you give him a lot of space. We gotta get, uh, we gotta give credit to Pozuelo, Alejandro Pozuelo, the new signing for uh, for Toronto FC, who who's just been outstanding. But we, we also have to point out how terrible Minnesota United defending seems to be, and it's not everybody. And it's and, not everybody. So, and it was interesting because after this game, so at, at one point Minnesota United up three two. Uh, with 20 minutes to go, you win this game, right? You think you lock it down from here, right? Exactly. Yo, park that bus. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no, they did not. Uh, pretty do that because they have they have a player uh, by the name of oh, is it Michael Boxall, right? Michael, uh, he is. He sees the ball bounce and he says, "Let's give it some time." <laughs> That's the kind of player he is. He, him, and Calvo are. Uh, so no, so Francisco Calvo on the Costa Rican national team played in the World Cup. Big year. man played great. <laughs> he's a, he's a good player. Well, if he's wearing a, a country <laughs> his country shirt. But these two guys had a, a absolute nightmare of a game, and they, and people were pointing it out. And like it, you know, now that you know we're more ingratiated in in Minnesota United Twitter. Yeah, sort of he's hearing. Yeah, you know, it's our feed is filled with feel, a lot and of it's Calvo. Not, and it's not like we weren't like following Minnesota United people before, but there's some, something happens. I don't know if it's like a geotagging uh, location. It knows we were there, well, so it, Twitter's like show them, show, <laughs> show them. This is what they like because why? Why else would they travel there, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so now we're we're seeing uh, much more uh, of the specific complaints about the Minnesota United defending more than just like we suck and we're frustrated. Yeah. It's just like Michael Boxall is a huge problem. Francisco Calvo should not be captain of the team, uh, which is also str- what a strange thing, right? They, yeah. they, they, they give up the most goals. The last two seasons, they allow the most goals in major league soccer. And you, and they're like, you know, well, you know who deserves the captaincy, the defender, yes. our center back. <laughs> I know that that's our weakest point, <laughs> but maybe that's where our captain should be. Has anyone suggested this yet? Nobody. Well, then this might be genius. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, that's like hey, there seems to be a leak in that room. We should make that the master bedroom. Yeah, yeah, that's probably where it goes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, uh, so we're sort of seeing more of those complaints, and when you see really 
the the look obviously the 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 second yellow from Calvo right which is was crazy uh the he just kicks the he player. just kicks Michael Bradley yeah <laughs> look and we've all we've all been there look <laughs> listen driving home from the Trinidad game <laughs> we've all been that I angry. wanted to <laughs> you know Calvo ain't even American I know man <laughs> but this you don't do it right no. and clearly they're fr- they were frustrated also we're in we're I get you could do that five years ago three years ago two years ago we're in we're in Var land now yeah var is here bruh <laughs> yeah no, not 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 in england they, yeah. they ain't in Varland. no <laughs> they have they no got, interest so funny they have cctv everywhere but no var <laughs> so but really the, the 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 goal that cost them uh cost uh, minnesota united the point is really what I mean, it's the highlight of the highlights, right? Because Michael, there's a, a ball that gets uh, chipped over uh, uh, the keeper, uh, Vito Manone, right? Uh, Arsenal legend. Yeah. Uh, you, 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 if you've been to the Emirates, you are already an Arsenal legend. <laughs> That's how it works. If you wore a red shirt once, you're an Arsenal legend. We need everything we can get. So ball gets chipped over him. Ball's, the, the, the ball's not going into the goal. We know that. Uh, all it has to do, it has to be cleared out by one of those center backs that, uh, you know, play for Minnesota United. It's, uh, you know, we, we know the job. You know what you signed up for. Right. Do not allow the ball in, in your goal. And also, I mean, this has been like when I played center back for a short period, I remember there was like only one rule. They just was like, hey, just don't let the ball bounce. Also, Alexis Guerrero's also Arsenal legend. Yeah, <laughs> I know for real. Like I wore a red shirt like two days ago, so they came and dropped off a nice gift packet. It's pretty cool. Um, key to the city, all that. But they say don't let the ball bounce. Just don't let the ball bounce because then the, the the striker can adjust. Yes, and it's hard for you to adjust, especially with your back turned to goal, right? So it's like, all right, whatever you do, don't let it bounce. What did Box all do? <laughs> he let it bounce. He let it bounce, and then he couldn't adjust. He did try to head it, but the other player headed it. It looked like a weird. Like, it looked like a different sport. Like they're only allowed to use their heads. It was such a weird moment. Uh, of so course, the goal, the goal, the last two goals in the, in two minutes from Jordan Hamilton. Uh, the the fact that this ball. Uh, I mean, Michael Boxall had no clue Jordan Hamilton was even there. Like there's a certain level of awareness that you would hope a major league soccer center back would have just someone in the top flight. You know, they always say that about center backs. It's like, man, it's like they got eyes on the back of their heads. Well, not all of them. <laughs> okay. Maybe, maybe sometimes those are closed. Or maybe, you know, he needs glasses for the eyes on the back, <laughs> the back of his head. head. Maybe that's what Guy Fieri's always doing when he puts the Oakleys on backwards. That's right. Cause the back, his, the back of his head is mad cool. Yeah. Oh, the back of his head's like, I see everything. Yo, I, chill. See, I see you girl. Yeah. I'm looking at this side of the kitchen. <laughs> you walk behind me, but I can still check out that booty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, no, Michael Boxall does not have this ability. No, that's not one of his skill sets. It's not on the resume. But he's been a good defender in the past. It's like it's like you never know in those moments like when someone has a bad game. We've talked to enough soccer players now where they're like, oh, if something bad happened at home and I had a bad game. You, as, a, as a fan, you don't ever think about that because you're just like, no, go out and do the thing you've trained your whole life to do. Yeah. But no, they're human beings. This obviously. was a stinker, though. This one is like, yo, you better have something going on. This, at home. W- this was, uh, and so uh, reports. I was reading. Uh, there, there was a, I forgot what. I, uh, it was a because the the Minnesota 
uh, you know, things are popping up on our feed more often. There was a, I read like a, a local uh, Minnesota newspaper and they were talking about Minnesota United and they were. <laughs> saying, are you moving to Minnesota? <laughs> that's, my, that's my new home. Um, yeah. No, but you, they, you read the Juicy Lucy Gazette. <laughs> <laughs> but they said specifically that. Uh, in the locker room, Michael Boxall was the first person to uh, he basically raised his hand and said, like, I'm responsible for that goal. We should have left uh, Toronto with a point. I feel like that's easier to do when the rest of the team is also pointing at you. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Including Adrian Heath. He's like, you know who it is. <laughs> Look, there, there clearly is some sense of accountability that is being put on these players, maybe a little bit more than there than there was in the last uh, two years. Yeah. So the you know, look, I, I think, it's a better season than it was the last two years. Exactly. But yeah. This game reminds you of the last two years. Yes, and there there because of the the pretty good start. I think there's the the expectation is a little bit higher than before. Right. Uh, so now there is a and it doesn't let up. They got a home game against L.A. L.A. Galaxy on Wednesday without and they don't have Calvo and uh, who else got the red card? Oh, there was two red cards. Two I red, the other though. guy they got the, they got the red card. So they're obviously going to be missing uh, key players. Yeah. Uh, and and they're going to be and they're going to be gone. So the, and it goes L.A. D.C. Seattle. I mean, that's a hell of a run. <laughs> All three of them at home. Sure. So is there which one of those three, LA Galaxy, DC United, or Seattle Sounders, who gives them the best chance to finally sing Wonderwall at their stadium? Oh, that's a good question. I uh, I guess I'd, if it's run of form, I mean, I'm going to have to say DC. DC, they are, have been having, they, they, look, they look the least good out of these three teams. Yeah. But they all look good in general. And DC's at the top of the East. They've had moments where they look amazing, but they've kind of slowed down the last two weeks. Yeah, and uh, LA Galaxy, they played, uh, so la- yeah, last season was the, you know, the Zlatan yeah. the, uh, on the board and they didn't put up his picture. And then- and, I wonder what they're going to do now and, in their own home. And the, uh, Yeah, oh yeah, you know what? Like, we got to tune in for that because there might, yeah. there might be some shade uh, thrown. Who knows? Oh, I hope so. I hope they keep it mad unprofessional. Hell yeah. No, I mean, this is, <laughs> you got to keep it gully. You said on Twitter you were just trying to be as gully as you could be. Hey, this is this is an opportunity to be as gully as possible. This is a chance to prove it, my guy. <laughs> be as gully as you can be. Sounds like we're recruiting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> be as gully as you can be. <laughs> so, uh... Yeah, so it's it's uh it's gonna be tough for them going forward. Uh, but we wish them the best. Uh, those loons. Uh, so uh, another game to talk about that was also very fascinating was San Jose against Sporting Kansas City. This was out of left field. Yeah, although they didn't play a Yankees. <laughs> so, but the fact that that uh San Jose, I think they've won uh, or they're unbeaten in like the last three. That that sentence alone is already uncomfortable. I to hold say. on. Let me get back in my chair because <laughs> I've I've fallen off of my chair <laughs> and I cannot get up. <laughs> I mean, they started the season, so but it is it is Almeida. Yeah, you know what I mean. He was gonna fix it. Either that, or he was gonna get them to play better. Okay, and it's happening. But I gotta say, something needs to be said to this team. They're like, look, Danny. Hosen, you scored two, okay? Did he get a hat trick? He might have gotten a hat trick. He did not get a hat trick. No, he, he got, got a brace. brace. Yeah. Buddy, why is it that the coach is celebrating harder than you? Okay. <laughs> Almeida's climbing on top of people. He's jumping in the stands. He, the guy's got a freak. He's freaking out. And the, Danny Hosen's just standing there staring out. You know what I mean? Yeah. The the, the energy from that guy is, uh, you know, there. It's he's not lacking that without no. a doubt. So, uh, so it is interesting the fact that San Jose did win this game 4-1, to one, but it, it's also kind of 
a little concerning that Sporting Kansas City lost this game four to one. The fact that they gave up four goals is uh, a li- maybe a little worrisome. This is not something we're used to, uh, you know, from a from a Peter Vermee side. Yeah, uh, but. The, the the penalty miss from Christian Nemeth, I think, is it's really that that's the bad start, right? Once once things like that happen in a game, uh, you know, they're they were down they were down two nil, I believe, at that Isn't point. Isn't it shocking that something like a penalty, which you would assume puts the other team on edge, just that little thing of them skying it, no, completely right? changes who's now on pressure? Yeah, this honestly, that's how it is with penalties. Really, the 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 pressure really is on the penalty taker, not the not the. The opposing team, not no. the goalkeeper. The goalkeeper is like, whatever it happens, happens. Yeah, it's like a ten percent chance they're going to block it anyway, or maybe yeah. even less. Yeah. So if you miss, as the you you have all the you have all the leverage. If you miss a penalty, and it wasn't like because of an incredible save or anything. If you sky it or you go wide or you bang it off the post like Maxi Morales, you like that completely shifts the energy. Yeah. Now you your team, it felt like your team gave up a penalty. I don't know how. Every time I see uh, penalties get skied from, and they go like over the center of the bar, I'm like, "What shot were you going for? What was this that you were trying to do?" Yeah, because we see, you know, we saw it with Michael Bradley right in in MLS Cup. We saw it at, in in Champions League. Uh, he, I, the dude shouldn't be. I mean, he shouldn't be taking them, right? Like for real. Like no, this is you're done. I feel I feel like he's done, and, and it's not necessarily an insult to his game. He he he's good so at other why things. Why do it? Why do it to yourself? Why do it to your team? So the uh, but Nemeth's shot like it just goes over the bar, and, and like in a weird, he, he did. It didn't even look like he hit it that hard. No, it looked like he was trying to miss it. Is is that worse than a, a, you know the 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 failed Panenka's that have been Penenkas. taking over soccer the whole world? <laughs> Everybody's uh, like, I'm gonna out poor Panenka you yeah. this week. <laughs> oh, you think you you suck at Panenka's? <laughs> Wait to see how much I suck at Panenka's. You think I won't? I won't even get across the line. <laughs> you know what? I might not even kick the ball. Okay. Um, I think a Panenka missing a Panenka is worse because it's like there's still the chance you would have scored. You know what I mean? Do, skying it means you miss hit it. Okay. Panenka miss means you tried to flex. It's like you try to like, you know, people like hang out of the sunroof of a car or something. And then boom, you get cut off by a tree. <laughs> you know, that's kind of what a Panenka is oh, like. Oh, yeah. You know, you didn't need the, to do that. That little mistake. You, <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh, flub. But it's a cartoon. So you're like bounce back. Bang, and you just Oopsie. make that boing, 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 boing sound. <laughs> Whoops. My bad. I was just going out, hanging out with my friends. And all of a sudden, I got decapitated. <laughs> yeah, no. Silly me. <laughs> now my body's in two pieces. <laughs> but my family gets to save on a casket. So pretty cool. Oh, maybe they have to buy two small caskets. <laughs> yeah, two baby caskets. I feel like that's cheaper than one large casket, don't, though. Don't call it a baby casket. That's just, uh, you, you know, it lists very negative things. Two small caskets. Oh, you think small caskets are better? You think small that puts casket. a better image? Small casket is better than baby casket. Good, so you're happier with toddler than baby, is what you're saying. Oh, boy. Where do we go? I mean, <laughs> this podcast takes a lot of lefts and rights, but no one's hanging out of the sunroof. I want to just point something out, dude. Uh, San Jose's last four games. They lost to LAFC 5-0. 5-0. Makes sense. Then they beat Timberlands 3. Uh, Timberlands, Jesus Christ. They beat <laughs> that's Timberlands. That's right. <laughs> Yo, that's the new New York City team right there. He's a great producer. <laughs> One of my favorites. Produced some of the greatest hits of the 90s and he the can't early play all, He can't play a whole team by himself. Where was Magoo? Where was Missy Elliott? There was nowhere to be found. Anyway, they lost to LAFC 5-0. They beat Timbers 3-0. Lost to San to uh, Houston Dynamo two one, and then they beat 
Sporting Kansas City 4-1. Yeah. This is uh, hard left, hard right, <laughs> hard left. Houston 2-1. They kind of, you know, get back on the road. And then uh, Sporting Kansas City, another hard right. It's uh, Look, at least they're on. Which team is the real one? I mean, I, I'm going to assume the team that is uh, just the fact that they're able to score several goals, um, well, at least like multiple goals per game. That right. is that is the thing that uh, uh, that that Pelado is like. I he's like, I'm gonna go all in on this offense, this defense. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure that. We'll figure that out throughout the season. That's after All Star game. We'll figure that. <laughs> well, we got out. a couple guys that are a little fast, a little technical. So yeah. let's try to make the most of that. And and th- this is where his uh, his influence seems to be like uh, uh, showing. So I'm I'm gonna say that this is the, the the offensive side of the team. This is this is the San Jose that we're that we we should expect going forward. Um, so uh, so a couple other games. Let's just try to figure out real quick what's going on in Major League Soccer because uh, FC Dallas beats um, uh, Atlanta United at at Mercedes Benz, and they uh, Atlanta after you know they they beat New England. Uh, uh, I think this I, this was a big game not only for Atlanta but I also thought it was a big game for FC Dallas with Luchi Gonzalez playing against uh, you know a tougher team in the Eastern Conference yeah. MLS Cup champs. I will uh, say I watched this game. It didn't seem as close as the scoreline. No, because Atlanta United was completely dominant. Yeah, totally on the ball. Hitting the post over and over and over, and and uh, 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 and DeBoer was saying basically at the end of the at the end of the game was just like he literally I uh, quote I'm paraphrasing basically but he was just like I can't I, I can't put him in the net or I can't score the goals yeah. for them I so, mean this this could have been a completely lopsided scoreline yeah so there's look it's frustrating it's frustrating if you're an Atlanta United fan you know all of our friends down there very frustrated but you're seeing the makings of a better team. You know what I mean? Okay, the fact that they were that dominant, even though they didn't win. Yeah, you're like, okay, if those, if those, if we get the lucky breaks we've gotten the last few years, we win this game. I will say though, FC Dallas knew how to close this game out. Yeah, Lucci yeah. was like, all right, we got some lucky misses from them. We gonna clamp it down and we gonna take it to them as well. Yeah, it was a, it was kind of a beautiful thing to watch at the end of the game. Lucci Gonzalez was like, yo, I'm, we're walking out of here with with three points. Hold your head up high and act like we earned this joint. Yeah, it was uh, uh, pretty impressive. And I, I and speaking, you were talking about Pelado Almeida and and that energy that he shows uh, on the sideline. Luchi Gonzalez also a little fiery, yeah, fiery dude. I know he's not Cuban, but yeah. you know he has I mean, that. He, he has he that was Maya, he, was, he was from Hialeah, so he's basically Cuban. Yeah, So he has that energy. Yeah, right? uh, and he's. Uh, and it's interesting when you know when you when you hire the 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 youth academy coach to uh, to you know run the first team you know it, it's more than just you know bringing in some guy to no, coach so those kids are now in the, the mostly ki- the first team yeah exactly and it's like these are my these are my babies yeah it's like your eighth grade teacher becomes your freshman year high school teacher you're like oh it's kind of dope yeah so i know this guy unless unless your teacher was an absolute monster yeah and then you're like oh my god I can't <laughs> this, this again uh but no or imagine you smashing your teacher right and you're like oh she's back bro, bro i like where your head's at I know. <laughs> yo yeah yo, you're thinking like me man i'm sorry your all new girls yo <laughs> y'all can't talk to me because my girl here 
<laughs> yeah, she's 18 years older than me. <laughs> yeah, her husband doesn't know. Very okay. upset if he did. Actually, really, I shouldn't even be talking about this because I think it's a felony. I mean, it's kind of a hard flex considering my girl going to go to jail. But that kind of makes her hotter, doesn't it? I watch Orange is the New Black. Okay, well, I hope uh, Lucci's not doing that with his... Uh... No, of course not. By the way, I'd like to apologize to everybody. <laughs> Anyway, I know somebody absolutely that was going to listen to this. <laughs> we should have never invited them. <laughs> it's my biggest regret. Uh, no, we met Lucci. He's a great dude. Great dude. Uh, so the uh, but the the, the goal. Uh, Brian Acosta got that last goal. Uh, that that, uh, put that him up two nail in the coffin. Uh, what just, a quick counter, too! Yeah, just Im- just impressive stuff. FC Dallas are, you know, uh, you know, a- after we we uh, basically interviewed their coach, and he was like, you know what, I'm done with this league. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So we were a little concerned what the what the team was going to look like, but it, it seemed FC Dallas also seemed, you know, we talk about the, the Red Bull Academy and the Red Bull system from you know from in, in Europe to to MLS. They, it seems very much like, hey, this is we have a system and we're going to stick with it. And FC Dallas seems like they have that in place. Yeah, they do. And I will say this. It's still not even a third of the way through the season yet. There's a lot more games to play. Nobody knows how this game is, how the season's going to end. Look at last year. Look at DC United. Yep. Look at the years where Portland Timberlands have uh, <laughs> they've been able to sort of make a big adjustment or Seattle, uh, Seattle uh, Sounders make a big adjustment. Yeah, and next thing you know, end, yeah. And next thing you know, maybe things a, change. Yeah, so, maybe Atlanta United is not a, a, a team fighting for the supporter shield. Maybe they're like going for that like sixth or seventh place. In MLS, you gotta you gotta get hot at the end. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. And especially with the single elimination, like a coming of age movie, you're gonna get hot at the end. <laughs> like she's all that. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's gonna know that what they missed out on. I know. And you're just you're gonna be the bell of the ball. <laughs> so any team, any team, really, any. We're talking mostly the Eastern Conference here. Yeah, yeah. Because you all stink. <laughs> uh, we all stink. I guess I should say. So the uh, let's uh, let's also discuss uh, very quickly NYCFC and DC United. Uh, two- Fun game to watch. Fun game to watch. Still no win for, for NYCFC. Probably not for DC United fans. Probably were not the happiest no. with this, especially after uh, most DC United NYCFC games are like these weird stalemates. Yeah. But this one, a, a lot of uh, a promise. As in fa- their house. In their house. At Audi, uh, Audi Field. The, a lot of promise with, uh, I think, NYCFC. James Sands, a center back. How do you feel about this? I mean, he played well. He played well. He's, the, the, His pockets are just full. Of DC United uh, attackers, <laughs> he's he's he has a, a certain I don't know a, a poise that there's an adult swagger to him that that isn't um, that isn't there when he's playing. We I, sound I, like this teacher we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> we have to be very careful with this kind of stuff. The, <laughs> we're talking about a fictional school, <laughs> yeah. a fictional location. <laughs> this doesn't this isn't it real. Has nothing to do with soccer, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> so the, there's a certain uh, confidence that he has. I think at center back that he does not really show when he's playing the number six. Well, so he's a defensive midfielder only because that was the position that everyone said he was great at yeah. in the in the senior team. But if you go back to his youth, he played center back as well. He has a yeah. But people a, are like, "Yo, you're too young. You, you know, you you're just not like like he has a very small frame compared to other players." Yeah, he's not. He's not like uh, he he doesn't have like broad shoulders, but he is tall. 
He is tall. And also, like, Miazga was kind of the same, like, lanky. Yeah, yeah. I would say I would give him a little. I feel like James Sands may be a little bit more. He's less lanky, but he is lanky nonetheless. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I'm comfortable. He clearly knows how to do it. But also, it's one of those things of, like, there's no game tape on him as a center back. So, you don't really know how. You haven't found his weaknesses yet. Sure. So, I mean, you do get the luxury of that. But, he look, he looked good. You know who else looked good? Eber and Mitrita. So, like, at the end of the day. People are like, yo, NYCFC can't score. Yeah, Maxi Morales was injured, and there was no, uh, there was nobody really to be a forward. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. You had a bunch of wingers. You had Maxi Morales just your center forward. You're not going to do well. Your center forwards, you know, uh, you know, Nupalumpa. You know what I mean? <laughs> so now that seems like things have switched around. Iber looks incredible. He did look good. Uh, he looked he, good. He got an assist, uh, and and he got the goal. The goal, the goal is at least to me is the. The, you know, there's not many players that can get the the ball on that bounce and hit a shot that cleanly. Right. You know, Bill Hamid had he was like, by the time he's reacting, the ball's already in, right, right. in the net. So the but, but you know, Dome basically admitted that he was under pressure. Yeah, he did say that, which was nice to again, nice to hear in general. I mean, look, you know, NYCFC traditionally doesn't like to release a lot of information, not a lot of inside information getting out. You know yeah. what I mean? Not a lot of leaks. So something like this kind of was like a real, like a bit of an insight into what's happening behind closed doors, which is, yeah, you know, you don't have a free pass because you're Pep Guardiola's right hand man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you need to win. You know, you can't just come here and lose perpetually. And and I like that Dome a little more showing a little bit of uh, vulnerability, hum- vulnerability, some humility, as opposed to him just getting mad at reporters you yeah. know, for asking tough questions. Right. Uh, because I think that the, you know, people complain about New York soccer media and not putting uh, uh, really enough pressure or not getting the right coverage or, uh, you know, but that I think the fact that there's you know two New York teams and and there is a battle for like kind of that attention, it, 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 everybody has to be like on their toes. Everybody yeah. has to be good in some way. And Chris Armas, say he loses one two more games, he's gonna start dealing with uh you know obviously he's already dealing with the the, the rumors about Thierry Henry, but nobody's right. really saying Chris Armas out. No, that hasn't been it. But I mean the rumors sort of make you think. That there's a little bit more there. The than, boat's than a little rocky. Yeah, exactly. And Dome, Dome just comes out and he's like, yeah, look, I'm under pressure. My team's not winning. That's yeah. what coaches are paid to do. So to some degree, it's nice to see a team like that sort of bounce back. You know what I mean? You you beat the best team in your conference. That's always a good sign. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which one of these teams is going to be able to keep it going? You know what I mean? Exactly. So... Uh, so, but they, they look good. I want to see look good. One of the, finally they get a win. They were, they were, otherwise they would have been in last place, which is currently who's there. Is that Atlanta? I, the, that is Atlanta. Yeah. Atlanta United. So, uh, what a, what a fall from grace. Uh, those, uh, that <laughs> United, hopefully they figure that stuff out. So, uh, Tough. last, last game to, uh, talk about LAFC against Seattle. This was a, a fun game. And these, these were the one number one and number two. In the Western Conference, but it did not look like it. It, it seems like it felt like the first place and last place team. Uh, LAFC the, after a loss to Vancouver right. in midweek comes back with a four one four one win uh, at the Bank of California Stadium. And I mean, what? Well, I mean, there's not much to say besides they're good. They're very very good. Carlitos Vela is <laughs> impressive again. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, and everybody, but really, I think the man of the match had to be Mark Anthony K. 
Mike Anthony K. Uh, in this game, I believe he gets three assists, if I'm not mistaken, or two. Um, he was absolutely outstanding. He was that one pass was just insane. The pass to Vela that he the threading the needle. It cut between the midfielder. It cut past the midfielder and the defensive line. Exactly. It's insane. Not easy to make a pass like that. And. Um, well, he, dude's name is Mark Anthony. He dated J Lo. I mean, that's you know. I mean, gives I, you mean the, energy. I mean, the confidence is there. Clearly, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> Chris Armas, Puerto Rican, not doing so well. Mark Anthony Keg, Puerto Rican, doing much better. You know what I mean? As long as a Puerto Rican is doing well, we're cool. <laughs> okay, but Mark Anthony K is not Puerto Rican. No, but Mark Anthony is the K Mark, part. Mar- okay. isn't. <laughs> yeah. Mark Mark Anthony K. Anyway, yeah, Mark Anthony Porque, <laughs> if you if you play for uh, for Seattle, Mark Anthony, uh, he is Canadian. If you yeah, know, if you didn't know that, more um, like Canadian. Am I right, everybody? I feel like you're wrong. <laughs> I feel like you're, you're Mark Anthony Canadian. <laughs> I feel like you're very very wrong. Yeah. Uh, so. The, but he had he just had uh, an incredible game. He also had the assist to Christian Ramirez, uh, which Christian Ramirez looks so happy to get a ball, turn around and not see anybody there. <laughs> He's just like, what? He's like, why did I get to do this? <laughs> so cool. But uh, yeah, so we can talk about how great LAFC were and and which and they clearly were. But Seattle Sounders, uh, who have looked amazing all season, incredibly dominant. They've been scoring like crazy. Uh, just got especially defensively. No one can handle. Well, front, what is it, like a front six for, for LAFC? <laughs> Roman Torres gets in this game. Uh, and Was he? <laughs> <laughs> he, he was. He hadn't played. I think he hadn't played in like six matches, something like that. The rust was not off. It was. He's a great defender, but he did not look it in this game. Roman Torres, I, I you know, I hate to say this because he, we, you know, we met him in, uh, at MLS Cup. He scored the winning penalty. Uh, for the Seattle Sounders to help them, uh, you know, also lift that a, trophy. He's a big man. He's a big man. I don't want to say this. I don't, <laughs> right. don't want to hear it. <laughs> Nobody wants to upset the weekend's older steroid pumping brother. <laughs> <laughs> but I, th- I think this the Roman Torres is on his last legs. He's looking slower than ever. He looks slower. You got to give him a little time to get back into league. But you're not wrong. He's at the age now where they, he's going to start to slip up a little bit. Yeah, and he did exactly that, especially with that goal from uh, uh, Atuesta. Atuesta. He, well, I mean, you can you watch it over and over. He's he slide tackles before Atuesta is even making a, 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 a like a taking. He doesn't even do like a, a faint like. I'm, I might shoot. I, you know, you know when you hold the shoot button He's in just FIFA, waiting to trap the ball. <laughs> you know, in FIFA, you know when when you when you hit the shoot button, you see your opponent. You see the shoot meter go up, and then if you know if they hit the button, the other button, then it 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 doesn't shoot. It just keeps it the ball. Stops. Yeah, fake. So you you have a sort you have a certain sense of like, oh, they're about to take a shot. So I'm on slide tackle right now. But Roman Torres was like. Oh, that guy has the ball. I will slide tackle as soon as I see him take one touch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I bet you I could just slide tackle now and we'll be fine. It looks really, really bad. And, you know, it, it happens if if uh, he does a slide tackle and Atuesta goes for a shot. Right. And, and then does like a fake. Then it's like, oh, well, you got me. Yeah. But when you're just dribbling around on when the- you just slide tackle for no goddamn reason. <laughs> it looks so bad, right? Yeah. It looks way worse. Yeah, it does. And you can tell 
it when he when he first starts the slide, he's like, "Oh no, yeah. I shouldn't, I shouldn't do this." <laughs> this happens a lot in basketball, like you, you know, somebody fake shit, you know, fake pump shot. Yeah, pump and fake, they, and yeah, and you go up, and you're like, "Oh, oh damn man, it. I don't know how to get called with it." <laughs> I can see him go right past me now. <laughs> it's kind of what happened. Like he slid back, and he was like, "Oh wait, we're not both on the ground here." <laughs> no, 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 you're doing it wrong, yeah. Eduardo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, Eduardo, get down here, <laughs> or at least hit me with the ball. <laughs> it looked uh, he got he got caught. I mean, not only did he get caught, but it was a great goal from Atuesta, but he basically gave... Also, uh, it's not Eduardo, it's Edward. Oh, it's Edward. Okay, okay. Yeah, Edward. Edward. E-D-U-A-R-D? No, O. Oh, okay. Mixing it up. Edward. Edward Atuesta. Maybe if you say it fast, it sounds normal, like Edward Atuesta. Edward Atuesta. So... Um, my favorite moment was after uh, Roman Torres did uh, did the useless slide tackle. Uh, that's what we're calling it now, the useless slide tackle. Yeah. Um, uh, Kelvin Leardum immediately just points <laughs> right at him. Yeah. He's just like, bro, what are you doing? <laughs> what are those? It was like one of them. <laughs> just a great. Uh, I love There's something when a goal goes in, uh, uh, you know, against you. The the you can't hide who you are anymore. No, you you are uh, you are the most sincere version of yourself when you concede a goal. That's like when I get angry, I I I get upset. I'm normal, right? And then when I get really angry, I start to yell in Spanish. Okay, because you go to like your you know what I mean. You go to your primal self. Exactly. Kelvin Leardum is just art, he's screaming in Spanish. I'm like, going yo yeah. you're, not, you're not even Hispanic, bro. Man, what? You must be really angry. <laughs> There must be a level of frustration. Oh, yeah, Roman. <laughs> You're so angry that you have learned a new language yeah. instantly. <laughs> you know these people go like into comas and they come out and they speak full Mandarin. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Never learned it a day in their lives. That's what happens when a goal goes in. Pero yo te dije. So, yeah, you can communicate with the center back like, that made the mistake. Uh, excuse me. Did you just yell, me cago en Havana? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I just said. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying, but I, I blacked out there, yeah. but. <laughs> Ozzy would have known if he was here. <laughs> so, um, uh, unfortunate for the Seattle Sounders. Uh, you know, hopefully that, that I don't think that'll be them for the rest of the season. But they are playing. Uh, you know, they played against a good team, and mean? they also are a great team so far this season. So we'll see how it continues. Exactly. Again, anyone, anything can happen. Anything. That's why we love this ridiculous league. That's going to have eighty nineteen. <laughs> that's it, baby. <laughs> it makes no sense, and that's why we love it. Listen, everyone has three billion in Bitcoin, right? You can <laughs> buy yourself the eighty seventeen. <laughs> okay, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a good get. All yeah. right, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's right. And we're. And we're not merging with League right. MX. Uh, never. <laughs> no interest. Wait till Bug Eaters is playing <laughs> Des Moines United in the MLS Cup. It's going to be dope. All right. <laughs> that is the future we all see. Yo, another round of burgers in Des Moines, in Des Moines for me and my homies. <laughs> so it's going to be crazy. So, uh, uh, all right. So that's it. That wrap up uh, all the all, all couple, you know, a couple of the games. I hope you enjoyed this week of soccer. That um, we have the bunch of double game weeks this week. So yeah, this not game, only that. Also, we're going to be hosting NY Fest. This that's weekend. right, April twenty seventh uh, at Brooklyn Bridge Park. If you're in New York, uh, come out. You know, I, the NYCFC game happens to be uh, while we're uh, there, but you can but go. We're there in the morning. We're there in the morning, so you can go. You can go to NY Fest. Uh, go to Brooklyn Bridge Park first, and then go to the NYCFC game, or come. Or come and also, if you go to don't just stay in the fringes and listen to us. Come over and 
Give us say, a dap, yo. Say hello. Get a sticker. We will have some cool against stickers on us. Yo, bring us something to eat. You bring know? us food. Come on, yo. You know, sometimes we do those eight-hour joints. They're not even doing a lunch break this t- this oh, year. Okay. I, you hear that? We're, getting, we're being starved. Yeah. I mean, that's not fair. I don't <laughs> think so. Christian's not too worried about it. I'm very upset. But so, yeah. No, come by. Yo, dap us up. Just say what's up, yo. Okay. And if you don't know what that means, just give us a handshake, white yeah. people. Yeah. Give us one of those nice stern. <laughs> I, I I want, I want you to be my mayor handshake. <laughs> well, well, we'll take a handshake and then we'll show you how to dap. Yeah, we'll teach you how to dap. All right. So, uh, so thank you again for listening. Uh, make sure you subscribe uh, to the show on, on iTunes or Spotify, yeah. wherever you listen. And go to Gully Squad. That's what really, really helps us. That's right. Uh, we, we have a couple of new people joining. Uh, we always appreciate the support. Soccercooligans.com slash Gully Squad. You can get some uh, some exclusive content. The, la- the latest thing I just posted, our, our interview uh, with F- Fernando Fiore. Oh, that was a great one. That was a fun one. That we, we Hall did of Fame at the U.S. Soccer Hall of Fame. Uh, so that is available to our Gully Squad members uh, in the Super Secret Facebook group that may or may not exist. Yeah, we uh, don't know if it's there, but if it is, you're gonna watch the Fernando Fiore interview. <laughs> but you can see it. Uh, he he does. Uh, this was the one where he did a bunch of impre- He did a Cuban impression, yeah, and, and a Dominican was, impression. Both and, of them were spot on, and he absolutely crushed it. He's so so funny. Uh, he, I mean, he could he could. Dude, he, he like he could do his own sketch show at, yeah. in like Dominican Republic. People oh, would yeah. love him. Yeah, if, well, in Cuba you're not allowed, but I mean, in the Dominican Republic it'd be great. Yeah, yeah, no free speech. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, guys. So, and shouts to O'Neill Hernandez, yo, Cuban going to the Premier League, first Cuban ever in the Premier League with Norwich City. Well, Norwich is not officially promoted. No, but when they do get, I mean, no, no, I think they are. Is it? Fi- it's not official. Is I they, think they're I, pretty close. No, I think points wise they can't go back now. Oh, I don't know. Uh, Whatever, shut up, O'Neill Hernandez. <laughs> well, they're doing well. They're 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 gonna get. Yeah, tu sabes aquí viene lo cubano. So, uh, so thanks again uh, for all the support. Uh, see you at NY Fest if you want to uh, come hang out. So again, April twenty seventh. Uh, it starts at nine a.m. So come through. Pier five, Brooklyn Bridge Park. You know where to go. Come hang out with your boys. Exactly. So, uh, with that said, my name is Christian Polanco. My name is Alexis Guerrero. And together, what are we? The Cooligans.